What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another lovely episode of Cultivated Ignorance. Hey. You messing up again. Here I you go. Say, I'm sorry. You go ahead. Say your, say your thing first and I'll say my thing. All right. Here we go. All right. What up, what up, what up? Well, it seems dumb to start over. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I am Will, the host. And I am the highly blessed and highly flavored, favorite, I was going to say flavored, <laughs> highly favorite host. Extra sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike, aka the playlist. How y'all doing? That's it. That's How y'all doing? <laughs> this week we are joined by a lovely guest. Yes. Miss Indigo. Hey. How hey. you doing, Indigo? I'm great. How are you guys? Wonderful. Doing good. I haven't seen you since uh, Thundercat. They've been keeping me busy, man. Glorious night. Who's they? They. The everybody. Man. <laughs> the man. The That's man. Who's... <laughs> the women, the men, the all, the kids, the all. <laughs> all. all right, this week we got a dope show for you. Like I said, we're already blessed by her presence. We are going to be talking about platonic friendships, flirtation, and the friend zone. Mm. Now I know this can get uh, a little bit dicey, you know, mm-hmm. get a little bit messy. Um, but it's something we really need to talk about because uh, I've been stuck in the friend zone. Mike's life is the friend zone. <laughs> um, <laughs> And no. Indigo, I'm sure, has had the friend zone a few people. Yeah. So. Everybody. I mean. Ooh, shutting all of them down? They're trying to slide, and she slides right on, right on back out. Like. <laughs> all right, I got to get used to this, because I'm not, I'm reading it, the words on the paper and stuff like that. <laughs> By the way, um, we got our amazing friend, Darwin the Immortal, taping today's show. Thank you, Darwin, for all your time and effort. This, this guy's is awesome. Nice. Yeah, he brought in like a whole... Camera and setup and everything. That's why we nervous right now because we've never been this big in our lives. All the lights. We done, we done made it, baby. Oh, I'm convinced. Bro, we already popping. We got a whole studio on us outside, like, watching us. Right? Yay! <laughs> oh, my God. Mike is so sexy. <laughs> they said that. Okay, anyways. Um, <clears throat> we're going to be doing a short uh, interview with Miss Indigo, and then we're going to be talking about all that stuff I said originally about friendships and flirtation <laughs> in the friend zone. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Dope stuff coming back on TV. Yes. This guy here. <laughs> you gotta, I think you got to mute the, um, is it, something's coming outside. It's all oh, good. It's all good. good. Hmm? No, you good. It was coming off the phone. Okay. Um, so, dope stuff coming back on TV. Yes. Finally. My bae is coming back. My bae is coming back. Thank you. Bro, you can keep Tasha. Oh, yes. Well, okay. You know That's fine. You can keep Tasha, and no, I'm going to keep uh, and I'm gonna keep all the Lawrence. friends. You gonna keep all, all four you of them. All four Lawrence of them. Lawrence isn't even in the season. Bro, I'm telling Don't y'all. Don't stop that now. <laughs> you going to come. I'm just saying. You going to come like Anthony Hopkins in <laughs> the throw, world. Throw up your L's for Team Lawrence. The last five. Lawrence Hive. Hey. 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 Mm-hmm. hey. It's, hey, it's the Drow Hive, too. The Drow. Drow. is like, I mean, he cool. Just draw him living his best life. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't you damn tall, bro. He they can't even oh, have so, the so jealous. You jealous now. <laughs> I'm talking too. I don't, I don't worry about it. Um gonna be talking about insecure and HBO also brought out a new show called Random Act of Flyness. Random acts of everything. Atlanta on acid is what I've been calling it. <laughs> Random show. So yeah, we're gonna be talking about that. Um gonna be talking about a little bit of social media stuff and catching up with our Favorite internet troll, 50 Cent. Yo. <laughs> Why does he have so much time? <laughs> he has so much time. He didn't even he didn't even bring it on himself this time. Well, he did. He but. did bring it on himself to me. 
brought it all on himself. Oh my goodness. Um, um yeah, we're, we're also gonna be doing a uh, thirst a week in oh, yeah. the, in, in the NFL. Fucking up once again. We're gonna talk about why Will is struggling mentally. <laughs> I'm not struggling because I got to get y'all boys money. But uh, <laughs> so well, first, as we always do, Mike's gonna get to these church announcements. Hey. First of all, thank y'all for joining the live chat. Hey, Cree. Hey, Star. Hey, all you beautiful people. Hey, Star. Hey. I know you love my face. Star. Ooh. Star, please make a funny-ass <laughs> comment about Will's face. Like, I know you're going to do. Um, I, that's that girl miss me? Please, go roast his ass, Star. Please. Like, she missed me so you bad. It ain't I even funny. She about to die up there. I cannot wait for it. Anyway, church announcements, man. Today, tonight, matter of fact, uh, 8 o'clock at Taste of, Jama- Taste of Jamaica, there's a uh, Bless the Mic, hosted by my brother, Bugsy Calhoun. Um, he just came through and turned it out at Blue Note Tuesday night. Which, by the way, thank y'all so much for coming out Blue, um, to Blue Note Tuesday night. That was one of the biggest Blue Notes we had, period. Augusta was in the bu- building, Columbia. Everybody and their mama performed. Like, it was, it was insane. So, it was your one-year anniversary, too, right? It was a one-year anniversary. Niggas didn't even know and they still came out, bro. Bro, because you didn't say that, did you? I didn't realize it till like, <laughs> <laughs> till like uh, eight hours before the show. Start put the vomit emoji. <laughs> Thank you, <sorry. laughs> you make my day as always. Thank you so much. Um, all right, so Saturday, August 11th, uh, 2.15 p.m., my good friend, Ms. Teresa Wright, has a self-publishing workshop at Panera Bread on Bower Parkway. Um, if you're interested, please hit me up or hit her up. Uh, you can email info at writestuff.com. Oh, hey, um, she, um, it's a very dope um, workshop. It's going to tell you how to self-publish your own book. Um, you can even come with your own manuscript. She can get you started and everything. Um, it is $25, but it's, it's eternally worth it. Um, Indigo, you, when you get that book coming out, you, you coming, coming We're around? working. It's work in progress. Working. Okay, I'm going to check back with you on next show. <laughs> um, so come out to that. Um, for my Augusta people, on that Saturday at 6.30 p.m., we got Dope Spit and Open Mic Poolside event hosted by my lovely, lovely friend, uh, Sa Jules. It's going to be featuring Sky High, too. It's, it's going to be, yo, so if you know about Ride Out Crew, period, they tear it down wherever they go. They burn down the whole venue. You might have to get a whole new venue after they finish. But um, that's going down. It's going to be $7 um, to get in there. Please come out for that. And um, last but not least, um, if you're in, if you're just chilling around on Saturday afternoon, 630, I'm going to be on IG Live with um, Shana, Shana J. Ray. She is the sister of um, super famous model um, Ayanna Lewis. Um, very chill person, very awesome person. Uh, we're going to do like a little IG live talking about the top three things that we wish men and women knew more or practice more just to build some communication. I think a lot of times relationships, we just kind of assume what other people, um, should do for us or what we, you know, like and they should know about us. So we're just going to do like a little interpersonal, like relationship type talk. And that's going to be like I said, 630. You can check on my IG, um, add the playlist and, um, yeah, watch us talk about stuff and things. Um, plus she's beautiful so come look at her face if nothing else so just look at her face just look at her face don't even pay attention to my words just do that whole thing look at her face yes that's what you do anyway you just turn the volume on mute and you just stare at bro <laughs> I just, this is what I do that's what I do what, what? <laughs> I just double tap that's all I do like quadruple 10,000 taps alright yeah man that's church announcements thank y'all for Stand tuned for the best part of the show, which is that part. Thank you. Uh, if, if that's the bulk of our, if that's the best part of our show, we're getting canceled. <laughs> All right. Got to pick a good thirst of the week, too. Bro, I already, I already know who it is. Okay, we're going to see. I got to get her IG, but I know who it is, though. You ain't even prepared with the shit, man. Bro, I don't need to be prepared because she's my, she my lady. 
So I don't even know why I'm sharing this information with you clowns. So anyway, Miss Indigo. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, so Mike, well, I know you and Mike are in Rich together. Yes. I think we talked to Mama G last, what was it, last episode? Was that last episode? No, it was an episode before last. last okay. Yeah. And uh, she discussed Rich. So what, I guess, what is your role in Rich? And So in Rich... <laughs> Majorly, I'm the financial advisor, so I officer. make sure. Mama G says financial officer. Officer, advisor <laughs> too. And so I just make sure that everything is flowing well with what we do have allotted for the program and that we just get to do what we need to do. Yeah, I heard y'all, uh, y'all might be going somewhere soon. We ain't disclosing where we're going. We're not disclosing that's where why, we're going. That's why I said you did, going somewhere. You did good. You did good. <laughs> we're going somewhere, though. And, um, I do have my hands full with the um, the logistics of it, but it's coming through nicely, and I'm excited about it. I love to travel, so it's really cool. Yeah, I know. Uh, we went to the Thundercat concert. Yes. And Mike has told me multiple times that you seem to go somewhere everywhere. all the time. Everywhere. Right. <laughs> Takes a trip every other week. So, yeah, travel <clears throat> is my life, one of my passions besides writing. Um, and so, yes, I'm frequently going I commute to work so that's travel in itself but to get away from the mundane of life like I love to do with rich like volunteering and getting to know the community and getting my hands out there but I also like getting to know different people in different communities because at the end of the day we're all it's like I'm a global citizen I need to feel like that culture from everywhere whether it's just in the states or abroad so that's one of my big things. Last year was my concert year. I went to too many concerts. I'm not going to disclose how many and I went to. We went to 100 concerts last year. <laughs> and a festival, but and a festival. it was it was really dope, and I would do it all over again. It definitely was something different. I had taken two years where I did nothing. Oh, and it no. was the hardest two years of my life. You made up for all that. So I made up for all of that. And then now, too, because I am in a long-distance relationship, so I do have to travel a lot with that. So travel. Life. <laughs> Travel is life. So, did you, I know you, uh, you went to Mike's poetry event. Did you perform? I did. Because Mike told me you write. Listen. She sure do. She said, listen. I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, Ain't no time. <laughs> poetry never sleeps. It doesn't sleep because legitimately I was thinking of things while I was in my car and I had to like put on my audio recorder to mm. just start jotting things down. Because if I don't jot things down when, when I'm just thinking about it, then it thing. just goes away. It just fades away. It <laughs> happens away. all the time. And yeah. it's like the dopest stuff when you just think of it out of nowhere. So like before the show. I know, right? I had that same problem, man. <laughs> you know, I'd be thinking of these genius ideas, you know? <gasps> Boy, it's don't put it down on show. paper. It's like, what did I think of? Like, it was right. amazing. So <laughs> I do that. But I do write. Um, I haven't performed in a while just because of time constraints. I only got time to see the features. At your last performance, but I did promise Mike since he performs not at this Blue Note this week. There wasn't no time to perform this but one. But last week, last month when he performed, that I, I would do one. So I'm gonna try to perform next. You Blue will Note. perform next one. I will perform next Blue Note. And the girls gonna perform Blue Note September fourth. Yes. Everybody come out. Hey, super man. dope. What? I'm gonna perform too. Well. I would love to see that, bro. <laughs> like you don't know how I'm waiting for this day because it's gonna happen. Like you joke about it, it's gonna be one day we have a show. We might, might man, put me at the end of the list. But listen, you two could go do it together. Uh-huh. Just like you do the show together, you 
two can perform a piece together. No, no, no. Okay, you doing a lot. No, we're good. We're gonna do. He's gonna do his own poem no, first. <laughs> He'll get his feet wet. I don't, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know why she thought that. She gonna put a whole collaboration for him. Hey, you never know. It's fun. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, why did you decide to become a mentor, Rich? Uh, like I said, I love service. Um, from high school up through college. College, I was in a program called Bonner Leader Program. Mm -hmm. And essentially, I did over 1,500 hours of community service every year on top of working a full-time job and going to school. So I'm used to being busy. But like I said, I I feel like I have to be entrenched in the community. And since I'm in Columbia most of my working day, this is where I want to be entrenched. So that's where, why I decided to join Rich. It was like, when you're working, like, I literally feel like I'm missing something if I'm just working and going home and just having fun. Like, I need that. That's exactly what we preach, yo. Like, stop living that, like, living for the weekend thing, bro. Because that weekend blazes by, mm-hmm. like, burns by. If you, before you That's your trash, bro. This is grossness, bro. Especially if you work on the weekend. Yeah, bro, because you got to spend Friday... You either got to go out Friday a little bit tired because you work. <laughs> you Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, you got to prep to go back to work. I was going to say, Sunday is the only real free day. Bro, Sunday after like 5 o'clock doesn't even count. Yeah. <laughs> that's, just, that's just getting your brain, your mind right. But you know what's the worst? What? November through January. Because you have so many days off because of Christmas and Thanksgiving. Oh, and some of that long stretch. You get, so, yeah. like, it spoils you. Because when you get back to those months where you have no extra days off, it's horrible. That's, that's, you that's very real. USC, we get that two-week break. Well, wait for that <laughs> <won't> <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. We don't get it. <laughs> but y'all get all the other holidays. Yeah, true. you don't get no other holidays. <laughs> <laughs> you get, like, two other holidays. All right, man. We're going to jump into this. I don't know why I'm reading it every time. So what? We're going to jump in this platonic friend oh. flirtation in the friend zone. The camera's done. It's got y'all guard, man. <laughs> All right. Ooh. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all had to see that shit. All right. So, um. Hey, Roxanne. So, I know I've been in a relationship in the past where, like, you know, my my girl at the time had dudes she was friends with. Actually, one of my exes had a dude she was sexually active with at one point, but they were cool at that point. So anyways, mm. how do you kind of deal with friends, uh, friends of the opposite sex while you're in a relationship with that person? Is it cool with you? Is it something, you know what I mean? Well, for me personally, I've always had guy friends. Mm-hmm. So like, and my guy friends are <clears throat> gamer guys and stuff and everything. So like they spend time together, like, late nights on the weekends and stuff playing games all night or doing other things and so i've always been in that environment so basically within my relationship i'm still able to hang out with my friends i think it's just about placement like knowing your surroundings and knowing your settings i generally stay out in groups and stuff like that and more so for like their girlfriends peace of mind and things like that because um, if they're not there it does kind of feel a little uncomfortable sometimes just if you don't have a relationship with them so you're not talking about friends you've been friends with like a long time you're talking about somebody that you don't know super well no so like friends that i've been friends with for a long time but if you don't know their girlfriends like that and they're new you kind of you let that relationship establish and then right right kind of that's true that's true. But other than that, like, I've never had problems hanging out with my guy friends. There are people, I've had a guy that I dated, and it was a deal breaker 
where he was like, oh, you can't hang with this person. You can't hang with that person. That's I've known them was it, like, was it Was it the person or was it just because that person was a dude? Because it's guy. Because, like, honestly, oh, hang with your girls all you want to, but you just can't. So this is guy you was already hanging out with, and he's like, all right, now I'm in the picture? Cut mm. that shit off. Right, you need some to do at that, least moderate it. And whack. I don't believe that. Like, I would never expect for my boyfriend to not hang out with his friends who are females. It's just like, again, it's the placing, it's the placement and the settings and stuff that you kind of have to keep in mind. So if you... We're about to disagree. No, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm on the fence. Um, but, but it's like, if you were okay, if you were hanging out with this person alone for years and years and years, blah, 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 nothing happened. You slept in the bed with this person, nothing's happened. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think you should be limited to going out in groups now with that person? And no. it, and what I'm saying is like at night. <clears throat> Limited, yes, to groups. If it's in terms what does of... What does it matter? For me, because for me, it's just respect of my partner and respect of the situation. Like, I personally define that for myself. It's not like person was saying that. It's like, all right, we're homies, we're cool. Like, if he comes, that's fine. It's whenever. If I'm coming and it's just me by myself, we're hanging out, depending on the context. If I'm out just hanging out with the dude and we're gaming... And it's a bunch of us there. That's fine. But am I going to be in this house by myself, just chilling all night long? No, not necessarily. Unless it was like a situation where I needed to crash because something happened. And it's like fully disclosed. That's my personal thing. I think as long as it's fully disclosed, no matter what it is, right? right. it should be okay. I think, now, I think everybody, dudes, women, whatever, they're going to have... I don't think you can't not feel a little way about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it, it's just it's, guy, <laughs> it's just the trust factor that has to be there. You right. know what I mean? And I think there's a stage of like building on that trust, especially if the relationship is new to like get to know these people. Mm-hmm. Like let me let you feel comfortable around these people a little bit, and you know those extent to my relationship before I fully delve back into like hey yeah so you feel like you need to introduce that person yeah to your partner yada 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 i think that's what people's problem is i think people getting their feelings right so they don't even want to meet the person because they already feel a way about them <laughs> so they don't want to see them <laughs> so you're like okay well i'm gonna go chill with tyrone <laughs> you don't want to meet his ass but i'm gonna go chill <laughs> i'm gonna you, do what i was doing right. before you know what i'm saying because it's something you've been doing for forever and so you're like at one instance yes we're together we're a team we're a partnership but on the other level i'm still an individual too that had these great friendships that have been valuable to me before right. i came into the relationship that's what i'm saying so like for somebody like somebody new to come in like just because we because we're in a relationship now you got to cut all that shit out now, i'm gonna be honest in in theory that's what you're supposed to do. Me, I'm not with this shit. Are you supposed to cut your friends off? No, in theory, like what I'm saying uh, is what you're supposed to do. Oh. Me, not so much. I can't do it. <laughs> I know the, I know the right thing to do. I just can't get there. That's, and that's, no. And I think it's, I mean, I'm not terrible with it, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like she does. Like, I don't think you should have to do stuff I'm in the, in the, in the daytime or in group settings or whatever. Right. But for me to feel comfortable, yeah, I want that stuff. You will prefer it. Yeah, you prefer you, it, yeah. But if she did I'm not going to be restrictive. Anyway. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I got it's you. Like, yeah, I, it's like I'm going to have to get used to it because I'm not going to try and control you as a person. Yeah, I call it checking that little tingle. Like, the little, <laughs> the little, the little shit you be feeling. Like, 
Like when her her homeboy call, and she be like, "Hey!" Oh hell no! <laughs> oh no! And never hit that octave around me ever. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shit is that? So, yeah. but that's like real like within a relationship you're really learning and getting to know your partner so you kind of like that's one of the biggest things in the beginning for me getting to know how they feel like how insecure or not secure they are with the situation hmm. engaging around it if they are super insecure about it then it makes me try to reevaluate it evaluate re- the situation re- with them okay. to a certain extent because I do feel as though, yes, I can make this easier on you if you're feeling apprehensive to it, but it depends on the degree you feel apprehensive to it and the degree you're willing to actually sit and think and meet and talk and figure this out with me. Hmm. So, okay, so it can be a deal breaker for you in the relationship. It can be a deal breaker. Because I'm not, like, you can't just tell me I'm not going to hang out with my friends ever. Okay, what we're not going to do, I appreciate you. (laughs) We're not gonna do is we're not gonna tap this table. Oh, you did a gentle one, like he overreacting yeah. right now. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, I have yelled at people. Yeah, yeah. Because we had, I mean, we're gonna do another collab with Black is New Black. When he screamed on Benjamin's ass. Yeah, I mean, because uh-huh. bro was like, <laughs> nah, I'm not that aggressive. It's just like, no. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm with you there though. That, that's yeah. damn near deal breaking for me too. Like I can't, nah, that whole control shit. Yeah. You got an example of when that happened, Mike? <laughs> I, I knew. You want to share it with the people. Yeah, Mike. I'll share one experience, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, Mike, how about, Mike, how about I share your experience? No, you good, fam. I got it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, okay. I, I, honestly, that's been an issue in a couple of relationships where, like, because I have mostly women friends. I was raised by women. Like, my mom was my everything. I was raised by my aunties. So I've always gotten along with women more. And that's just happened many a times where it's like, um, what, are you, what are you doing? I'm like, chilling with my homegirl, going out to lunch with my homegirl, or going out with friends. And, like, the worst thing, bro, is, like, when some people do something that they know is going to make them uncomfortable, but they act like they're cool with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had situations where like, one of my home, it was one of my homegirl's birthdays, and, like, I knew it was going to be, like, all women. Because, like, I was, like, the only dude she hung out with. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to this birthday. You can come if you want, but I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. It's gonna be all women. I'm gonna know half of them. Like it's gonna be is what it is. She said, cool. She came and just sat there and be, was pissed off the whole time. <laughs> it was a terrible time. Like so, it's, yeah, it's been an issue many times. Well, why but, was she pissed off? Why didn't she just? Bro, she didn't want me hanging around a woman like that. But you gonna still come and just be pissed off? Like. It was just. It's, it's like they're trying. Things. It's it's like they're pseudo trying. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're like, okay, but well, we can do this. So they can be like, when you get mad later, like, well, I came to the little birthday thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, you wasn't. You was actually trying. So people need to get over themselves. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's 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 rough. So it is. Um. So should you a partner? Should should you accommodate your partner? They don't want you having friends. Of the opposite sex. And okay. I guess we've already answered this for the most part, but, like, what is the timeline? Or, like, what? Do you, how do you know when it's just not going to work as far as, you know, that kind of... Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened just now. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you, right? Okay. I was, I was reading, and I was talking, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden, my sleeve got real cold. <laughs> 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 that shit stopped all my thoughts. We okay. got all kind of issues with the live show. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, none of these issues when the show ain't live. Hey, All right, so, yeah, like, w- w- at what point is that deal breaker? Like, what's the process of trying to get somebody up to speed with, you know, kind of your, not your past, but mm-hmm. kind of the relationships they have outside of you? Like, I don't know if there's a timeline. I think that it's more of a feeling. Like, you could tell, like he said, if a person is really trying or if it's a pseudo try. Like, you could tell if it's hard for a person, but they're really trying, or if it's just like, well, I'm going to act like I'm going to try, but I'm not. So I think you should go with that feeling. And again, it depends on the degree. Like, if he's just flat out saying, no, you can't hang out with these people anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, that's saying, well, did you even ask me why I hang out with these people? Did you ask who these people were in my life, what they did with me in my life, or anything like that? And it probably doesn't even matter to you. But if it's like, I don't feel comfortable with you hanging out with these people all the time. Like, maybe I can think about that. If it's not, I don't think I don't feel com- comfortable with you hanging out with these people at certain times of the day. I could probably get with that for a little bit too, because it's just a comfort thing. It's not saying that. Oh no. Well, you say for a little bit. You don't think it'll get old, like Michelle. it will get old. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like, depending on what it is, I have to think about what I'm willing to deal with. Yeah. And from that, I make my decision. Because a lot of people, they feel like, oh, it'll get better. I don't believe in, oh, it'll get better. If a person is telling you this, and they're, like, being real about it, and it's to an extent to which you can't handle, and you don't think you can wiggle with it, there's no need in doing it. Because you're just going to be miserable. Yeah. So, recognizing red flags as soon as they start slapping you in the face, which is, mm-hmm. like, the second and third. all aspects And you also of think, like, from what I'm hearing, you also think, like, it should be... A friend should be like introduced somewhat slowly, not necessarily slowly, but the 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 way in which you hang out with your friend, it should be kind of gradual once you get back, get in a relationship with somebody. I should introduce them like most of the time because they're such close friends, they're going to be texting me. They're going to be maybe messaging me or calling. So they already know the name. For me and my relationship, my partner knows the name. So if I come up with this brand new person, oh yeah, it's like, well, who is this? <laughs> I was about to say, I don't think we touched on like brand new friends. Yeah. Like that come out of nowhere. See, that's a little different too. <laughs> so, but like if it's an old friend, like you know, you're starting before you even met, meet the person, you probably know a little bit about them just because like we right. probably helped, I probably helped plan their engagement party mm-hmm. or I probably helped with something that they've done and so you've seen me do that so you kind of get an understanding absolutely we'll get the I disagree for you no 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 no, no. I'm just oh, listening oh you just saying <laughs> I'm just listening we was actually paying attention y'all it's cool bro um, every time every time your mama talk whoa I'm, I'm locked in boy I can't mess up them cheeks boy excuse me let me go let me, let me get back to sleep <laughs> stop now <laughs> straight to the cross no, I agree completely, man. You gotta. I think you do. When you first start a relationship, you gotta kind of have to like. You will naturally ease off from your friends a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't gotta cancel all engagements with friends, but you will kind of. Because that's just part of getting to know the new person. Yeah. You're spending more time getting to know them, and right. then it's like, all right, I know you, so. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead to the. Come to the fallback. <laughs> Not fallback, but it's like, all right. Because one of the mistakes people do, and I think this is what happens with a lot of those instances where people feel it's important that they can't hang out with the opposite sex, is like some couples do everything together. Yeah, like that's, that's not everything. good. Everything. That's it. And like you have we to get back. We talk about that. It, it's a turn off. 
Yeah. You have to get back to that state of like where I do have my own life too, even though I'm sharing it with you. So like these are some of the things that I do that my friends are interested in that you're not even interested in. So why are you forcing yourself to come here? That's what the fuck I'm saying. Like that's nothing. Clap, clap, clap. There's nothing better than y'all doing y'all separate things and then y'all coming together at the end of the day and y'all get to like, you know, talk about each other's time. How much, you know, how much fun y'all had, and then y'all get to do all that other stuff that come with it. Like, that's yeah. all, bro. I'm saying, you, like, in the go say, you don't have to do everything together. I promise you, it's going to be okay. Because you know you don't care about love and hip-hop, and <laughs> you're going to sit there and watch the marathon with your, with oh, you, with your lady God. and her homegirls. Bro, I've, <laughs> I've watched so many damn <laughs> samurai movies I'm just not interested in. <laughs> just because, like... For the cheese. <laughs> bro. I ain't gonna say that, but <laughs> for the relationship. For the... <laughs> That's cool. Oh, man. So when like people don't want you to come out, I mean, hang out with friends and people that are opposite sex, is it like it's it's got to be coming from like a, a real bad place? Like it's got to be coming from insecurities, right? I feel like it. Insecurities, or even just situations that they've had previously. Honestly. Yeah, that's very true. People will look at you the same through the same lens that they look at oh, their yeah. last partner every time, and and people get triggered, bro. Like I'm, I'm, it took me a while to grasp the whole like trigger warning thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I think anybody was being over dramatic, but I was like, does it really help to say trigger warning before you say a sentence? Hmm? What is this? What? Hold on, hold on. People been saying when you see trigger warning on like Facebook, don't know what I'm talking about. When you bro, see I'm, trigger warning, like discussion about rape or like trigger oh. warning. Discussion about I've sexual never assault. seen that before. I've honestly, never seen it in this day and age. Uh-uh. I don't get on the internet like that. about trigger warnings. I don't really like. I've even been to um, seminars from some of my friends. They'll be like, "Trigger warning. We're going to talk about some real stuff." Da 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 da. And they'll talk uh-huh. about it. Why? Why? Well, I, what I'm learning is like people get easily triggered by stuff. Like, and I've seen it firsthand. Like, I've been hanging out with somebody who I cared about deeply, and we were having a good ass time. And I feel like we could joke about anything. So I made a certain joke, and the whole shit got shut down. And, like, she came down, she was like, I'm sorry, that triggered something from, like, a couple years ago. And I just had that whole feeling surge back. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I guess it helps people. You know what I'm saying? I just I just realized how easily people get triggered. And To say trigger warning? No. I guess so, bro. Like, I don't know, I'm just trying to be more sensitive or whatever. But, um... Cause I guess the trigger warning would be like, okay, that's the subject. Okay, I need to get the fuck out of here because I'm not ready to talk about that right now. Yeah. So, I don't know, but what was the original question? Um, I had to do we got a whole similar. thing on trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now um, you guys know what a trigger warning is. Yeah, now I'll just explain to y'all what a trigger warning is. You do too, aren't you part of the lostness? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought everybody was confused. Yeah, it was confused. You're looking at me crazy just now. Except for Darwin, you know what I was talking about. Alright. Um I don't know, man, because as far as my experience, like I've been I've been in that toxic place, you know what I mean? Like, well, I was young, you know what I mean? Mm. And so like I didn't really know how to deal with that kind of emotions, you know. You got insecurities about yourself and kinda like who you are at a young age. Right. You know what I mean? So I was at that place. And I can understand the the uncomfortable feeling of it. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you want, I guess, the best out of that person or you want that person to stick around, you know what I mean? You kind of got to suck it up for the most part. Mm-hmm. And it really helps to involve yourself with those people that you don't know. You know, because I mean, like, 
in our experience, I'm sure, I don't know about, you know, our homeboy and homegirl Tobias in Sicily. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where his frame of mind was. You know what I mean? Right, right. But oh. I'm sure it's helped our relationship oh, with to, Tobias and Sicily because we've now hung out with them. You know what I mean? I was going to say, can we tell the whole story about it? Was a, it was a long period. Of time. It was like years. Bro. We didn't even meet Tobias. Bro, we thought Tobias didn't exist. We thought she was lying about having <laughs> a boyfriend. <laughs> we thought she was making shit up because she just wanted like a pretend boyfriend. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> and so we didn't know what he looked like. And we did so much stuff with Sicily. And I was like, um, it was like never like a like I can't do that because my boyfriend. The only thing about Sissy is she would just bail whenever it's Bro, phone. she was bailing us so quick. <laughs> get all the way the fuck out. The worst of that time it was a party out in like Lexington. We it took us like an hour to get out there. Bro, she came, walked in the door. He called her. She was like, all right, I'm she was out. there for literally five minutes. Hey, that's price with the territory. Sometimes if a person isn't downing you or whatever, it's like, all right, we good. Let uh, me go. Uh, yeah, I mean. But I, but you don't want to bail on plans. I would like an hour. That's what I was about to ask you. So you not that if your boyfriend if your boyfriend was in town like and he you went out and he your boyfriend said I need you to come home now. For me, yes, because he lives far away. No, I'm talking about if he was in town. Uh, like extended period of time. Like he stayed in town. Like he was um, living in town with you. It depends on what it is, but most. I feel like it's very few situations. I'm just gonna be like, all right, y'all, my girlfriend said shut it down, so I gotta go. It depends on what the See, girl. I want you. <laughs> But yeah, man, that, that, like I said, like that relationship, I feel like was helped a whole lot by us hanging out with Tobias and doing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So. Did it get better after then? Well, it was never, it was never bad. It was never bad. We just, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's an example of how like your relationship with, uh, you know, someone of the opposite sex can get better by engaging with their partner, mm-hmm. you know? Making their partner feel more comfortable. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I feel like even though we were good, like I feel like, I'm sure there was times when Tobias was like, who the fuck is Will and Mike? Like, yeah. But then again, she might have been on Facebook like, this is Will, this is Mike. No, no, we know she did that. But I'm just saying, like, he don't, he do still we don't Mike, know. Do we know she did that? I'm sure she. <laughs> I would hope so. I hope she didn't hide us the entire time. <laughs> that would be terrible. But, um, yeah, I think they just. Now we hang out. Play cards with him instead of third. We beat him in cards. We don't even play. I mean, cards. I mean, yeah, it's not a play. It's, it's a, not. It's not a competition with him. Game. Excuse me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I misspoke. You did. <laughs> oh man. So um, where are we at? Are we on the benefits of having friends? Oh no, we had um. Is there always sexual energy between um platonic friends? Are we right there? Oh yeah, I guess we are. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I, I guess we were talking about how the dyna- dynamic should change. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so do y'all believe there's always sexual energy between um, friends of that uh, of different genders? You think it's always... Because, okay. You mean always? Like every... Always. Generally. Because, because, generally. Well, generally. But I've heard, like, people like Steve Harvey says this shit all the time. Like, men don't become friends with women unless we are attracted to them in some type of way. Like, there's some type you, of underlying... But sexual. you always... That's with anybody, you know what I mean? I feel no, like he's talking about sexual attraction. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I disagree, but I want to know how, how you I don't know about. from the guy's perspective, but as a girl's perspective, from my perspective, no, that's not necessarily true. Like, it's just generally me and my friends have always bonded over common interests. I've always been a nerd. <laughs> no. Always. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even sometimes they'll say, you're like... 
a misfit, but you're the misfit of the misfits because I don't fit in with the misfits all the time or regular everyday stuff. So it's like, all right, cool. So like just depending on what I like, that's kind of the people that I gravitate towards because there's not a whole lot of people in my everyday situation that like the things that I like. So mm-hmm. why would I outcast certain people just because they're male? And it's not always like a, it's never within my interest. It's not a sexual thing. Mm-hmm. Like for women too, like it's all about the personality and the energy and stuff too. So it's not just the, the energy, visible definitely. thing. So, and maybe that's what bothers people sometimes because you're friends and you do have a connection outside of just, I guess, appearances or work or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like, well, what is that connection? What do you think, Lauren? I would say, I would say men are probably more guilty of that than women. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 ah. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know about all the time, but I would say in a lot of cases mm-hmm. that I think men in I want to give Steve Harvey credit, but I would say in <laughs> a good bit of situations, a dude was trying to smash, and it, and it went the wrong direction. <laughs> it went the wrong direction in his eyes, <laughs> and now they're friends. Oh, boy. Um. But I can't say that's true for all cases, because nah. you know, I'm friends with a few people of the opposite sex that I have. No sexual attraction too, but it's it's something that I am. <laughs> it's, it's something that I keep. That, it's something that I just. <laughs> just gotta slip the wrong way. Oh, wow. Fall down the stairs one time. We'll write to the captain by the titty. <laughs> I got you, girl. Oh, I got you. Oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but no, on the real too. Like sometimes it does happen. Like where you could be not attracted to the person, but the other person ends up being attracted to you, and they play it off for a good while until they stop and they're like, so. What is this? What are we chilling? I thought we were just friends. Bro, I, got this, I got this one homegirl named Crystal. I'm telling you, you, you just put names. Bro, I don't care if she, if she, if it's ever one night. That's it. Breaking a friendship. I'm straight up tearing a friendship apart. Hopefully, we friends after that, but I risk it all. You just waiting on the day. But the thing is, do you act on it? You no, can I don't. maintain the level of being friends. Yeah, I can. It's when people can no longer do that that it becomes interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like when that person starts to express their attraction, that's when you have to be like, okay, no. Yeah. You have to shut stuff all the way down if that's not your interest. Yeah, you do. You have to. And I mean, I'm always a fan of like setting it down gently at first. And if mm-hmm. it just like resurfaces, be like, all right, I told you, you're ugly, okay? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we ain't had to so go that far. All time. <laughs> it is, bro, it is. But no, I feel you on shutting it down gently because ultimately, especially if it's been a friend for a while, that is your friend. So you're like, maybe you're just confused in the situation. Let me like show you <laughs> Let that. Let me put you back on the right path. No. <laughs> go back to this side. Back you know to this I'm side. in a situation. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. Okay, and you might start doing things a little bit differently so that they, there's no confusion. Yeah. But then if it's still persistent, even though you've been doing things differently and you've told them, that's when you have to kind of lay down the law. Yeah. I just like, what I don't like is when like people, like somebody says, comes out and tells them that they're attracted to them and they, they dismiss it. And then they feel like they have to act differently, like completely, without yeah. reason to do so. And they make things awkward. Like, Which um, one? The, the one that's being the, the, the has is being hit on or was being hit on. Okay. Like I've seen it in um a lot of women sometimes when their when their homeboy finally comes out and says, "Hey girl, I like you," 
and she shuts him down. He's like, all right, well, cool. I want to be friends. She'll be like, like we'll go to hang out, and I'll go to hang, uh, invite the dude, and she's like, no, nah, no, nah, he tried to hit on me, da da da. Um, I don't know if I want him around right now. And um, I mean, you have a right to have whoever around around you, but like, you, there's no need to be unnecessarily, unnecessarily awkward if he's not making it that awkward. Like, if he said it's cool with it, and he's done nothing to prove otherwise. Like, you don't have to change your whole dynamics without reason or cause just because you think that. But I mean, I get what you're saying, but I maybe women have a different experience. Maybe women have. I'm sure. Because I'm not. I don't know what women think. It's like if a dude is. Trying and he's gonna keep trying, one way or another. That you know what I mean? Does happen. Most That's what I would I've think. They that. try and they keep trying, that. and so it's kind of like you gotta. T- it's just like going to the gas station. You go to the gas station. You're just trying to pump your own gas and get on out there. You, but you then, think they never just happen? No, it happens frequently to many women. The gas station story. So then the person comes up. Can I pump your gas? The gas please? station story. <laughs> No, and then they try to hit on you. It just happened to our. Oh I just about, I thought you, I thought you were calling back that to that. Too. It happens in real The gas station. This is like a usual thing for women. Gas station. I don't want to put my own. Gas stations or something happens with your car. Lord have mercy if something oh. happens to your car. <laughs> and then like when something happens to your car, it's like okay, you try to give people the benefit of the doubt because you are in a situation. But then when it turns into so, so um, can I have your number? You gonna call me? Get in touch? be a sugar daddy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, how we escalate Bro. this far from, like, you having one random act of kindness? You need to be like, no. <laughs> like, no, I got roadside assistance on the way. I just um, came to pump my gas. I'm trying to go somewhere. Can I not? And, of course, like, it's just people trying to get to know you. But once you say no, that should be the end of that. It's not, true. can I pump your gas again? I would say more men can need I to learn still? that shit. Can I still? Can I still? Like, guys are very persistent. It's men, a good and a bad trait because sometimes they're not persistent when they need to be. But well, they're I'm, resistant in, like, I'm, I'm talking about in other areas of go life. Go ahead. Go, go I'm on. just, no, okay. In was, other areas of I, life. There was something on the radio the other day, or a podcast, something I was listening to. And she was like, dudes need to understand no is no, right? Right. But at the same time, there's women out here who, who say, Guys aren't persistent enough, or a guy wasn't persistent enough in this situation or that situation. What are we supposed to do? No, I'm not talking about that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying in general. I'm talking about, I'm a firm believer if I say no, unless I show you other, if I tell you otherwise, because let's say I tell you no. And That's I'm all I'm asking for. If I tell you no and I'm really interested, then nine times out of ten, because I was confused at the second, I said no. Let me go with the safe answer. No. Right, right. No. No. <laughs> Let me go with the safe answer. Do it again. No. <laughs> and so then, like, once like it goes by and I'm starting to sort those things out and the person is just doing their own thing, I will approach that person again and be like, you know. Just, I'm down with that. I was just about to say this shit. I was teaching the <laughs> kids at DJJ. I said, if a woman is attracted to you, bro, then she will let you know some way, somehow, like, She's not going to just, like, leave the shit. If she does leave it, like, in the air, then she probably wasn't that serious in the first place. Mm-hmm. But, like, if a woman's attracted to she will let you know eventually. So when y'all get into this whole playing hard to get shit, because I, I think that's what a lot of confusion about what defines consent comes into play. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of dudes think, like, no means yes. And it's like, you got to keep, you got to bug it. And it's got to be like a whole, it's like when you're watching movies and you got to, come on, girl, let's do the thing. And I, no, no. Come on, girl. <laughs> they watch that shit and they get all that's confused, true. man. So... If you hear no, keep it pushing. <laughs> she will come back to you. Go to the next. <laughs> Go to the next. There's so many women out here. It's, it's going to be okay. 
Word. Uh, yeah, more dudes need to learn when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> did you answer your own question, Mike? Yeah, you did. You did. Wow. I forgot the question. Oh, the sex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But the lights, man. The lights in the camera. I know, man. It's just... too much pressure, y'all. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> uh, we on time. Oh, we doing decent on time. Yeah, doing pretty good. All right. So, what are, well, Mike is probably the best. You and Mike. Mike got all the women friends. I say women because uh, females oh, he started. He started the day. He started saying women. No, I did not. I've been, I've been doing it for a while. He started to, I was taught. He started an hour ago. By the beautiful Tamika Staley. <laughs> um, what, are the, what are the benefits y'all have, have seen from having people, having friends of the opposite sex? Oh, man. Everybody exactly. looking at me? Um, bro, if you get like a circle of powerful women around you, like not only that are like ambitious, but like encouraging, passionate. Women have the like the greatest love there is to give. Period. Like, I feel like there's men's love, and then there's like women's like engulfing. Oh, so we're not as good. No, um, no, it's fine. It's just a different kind of love. It's just, it's just oh, different. Shit, bro. You sell um, your own people. It's mother. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a team Jackson. Like, men ain't shit. There's a team, there's a Derrick Jackson parody um, video out there, y'all. They need to watch that shit, by the way. Derrick Jackson parody? That shit is so funny. <laughs> um, but they just, like, smother you with just encouragement and motivation. Uh, just everything, bro. Everything you need to accomplish the world. If a woman loves you, bro, you feel like you can conquer, conquer the universe. Like, so, it's, it's one thing to get that romantically, but, like, friendship-wise, man. And then you get just a woman's perspective on things that you don't have to just assume with your dumb male brain that woman like you know come on bro stop you gotta stop killing us man <laughs> bro I'm, you gotta I'm stop Jackson. roasting I'm us man Tim Jackson on y'all um, I'm just playing but this has been this meme floating around uh, so you mad because you got it together and now she don't want you it took you so long to get it together <laughs> now she ain't got time for you now she ain't got time for you bro I be wanting this dude to go away but no man <laughs> you be going there bro um no, you just get the woman's perspective on like questions you might have about like what, what a woman that you're actually interested in. You can be like, yo, Indigo, what does it mean when you try to holler at somebody and they say they hit you with so and so such and such? Or what does it mean when this is one question I had to ask myself was um, what does it mean when you got that chemistry there? You feel like there's a connection there. Um, you feel like he's going somewhere, but every time you make a move, like she pulls back. Like you could use a woman's perspective on what's actually happening there. You know what I'm saying? So. You just get insight more than anything. You get insight, much needed insight that you likely would not get from your homeboys because a lot of your homeboys could be like, hey, bro, she ain't, she playing games, bro. Keep, keep, keep moving. <laughs> like, you just get insight. That's what I think. What about you? Kind of some of the same things. I don't know about don't the smother with love part. It's Smother like me. It's a different kind of love. Like, you know they have love for you. Like, they want to see you succeed. I think that my guy friends have always challenged my professionalism like pushing me to a better professional level Mm. have always challenged my like art crafts and stuff too like with my girlfriends like we chill we do stuff together we talk about life we empathize with each other's experiences there's a more day-to-day but i think i'm more like i hang with my guy friends like we chill we joke around and stuff but like we have more i won't say more serious i would say serious on terms of like my aspirations and where i want to go than i do with my female friends which is kind of weird 
Really? Yeah, I do. I really actually have more of that where we talk about like planning out things. Like, cause my guy friends will ask me about, and it's not because I'm good with finances and stuff, but they'll ask me about financial stuff or where to look for, for like the serious things in life hmm. more so than my girlfriends will. For me, it just gives me like a different perspective, you know, that I can't get from male friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, to me, it sounds corny, but cheesy, but That's gonna be corny. <clears throat> no, like it helps you appreciate women a little bit better. If you have that kind of interaction, you have that kind of relationship with, yeah. you know, women, the, the more women friends you have, the better you can relate to them. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because when you're speaking from a... If you're talking about to a dude to a dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> man, shoot, man, it shit at me, man. I don't know what the fuck going on, man. <laughs> That's how they sound. Like, hey, man, I don't know what wrong with that bitch, man. <laughs> this, that, and the third, you know what I mean? And when you get it from a woman's point of view or this, that, and the third, it's a completely different answer. It's, you know, mm-hmm. so... I think that's the biggest benefit for me, anyways. That's for guys, too. Like, my guy friends, I don't know what guys think sometimes. So, I'm like, where could he possibly have been coming from? What was he thinking? Because we, we don't. I don't know which you We mean. just do it to go. <laughs> and it's like, well, how do I approach this? Like, because it's, it's interesting when a guy completely shuts off from you. And it's like, so what can you It do? is? It is interesting. Well, I understand that. I understand <laughs> shutting down. Why you I'm shut great down? at it. <laughs> I don't want to deal with this shit. And it's like, but we gotta deal with That's this. That's that persistent shit nope. they talk about. That's <laughs> the persistent shit they talk about. You're not persistent the enough you need to, to resolve be. this non-conflict. This bro, I just want to ignore. It. You're persistent to get there, but you're not persistent sometimes mm. to stay there. Tell him, sis. <laughs> bro, why are you? Just like... <laughs> this man, like I am super on one side. Man. But no, for real, like the shutting down stuff. I'm like, how do you deal with? Like, I'm a talk. I have to. It doesn't have to be right now. We don't have to talk right now, but between now and the end of the week. Hey, I'm telling you, bro. Probably like, the next two the days. Week. I'm telling the two you, two days like, really. I want it, but this is how I operate. I will give you for a, for a solid five minutes. I'm gonna be like, what's wrong? <laughs> for a solid five minutes, I'm gonna be like, what's wrong? After that, I put it on the shelf. After that, I'm done with it. Like, so after she tell you what's wrong, you be like, all right, I'm done, bro. At, bro, at a certain point, like, I'll be like, fuck it, just fuck it. I don't want to hear about it no more. What get you to that point, though? Like You're not telling me what was wrong originally. Because, see, I feel like it's irrational. But <laughs> All right, get that out of the way. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. You know what I mean? It's just like some shit, like, you don't want to deal with it. Like, if I'm open and ready, like, you need to be open and ready. That's selfish as shit. So you got to be open and ready when you open yep. and ready? Yeah, it needs to be immediately after the conversation. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but see, that's how big fights start, too. It's like, give right. me a second to... Pro- now, that's I'm, I'm on saying. your side on once. I cannot sit... Like, you have to tell me what's going on. Like, I can't yeah. sit oblivious, racking my brains, trying to figure out what's happening. We have to know. But if we have a conversation, it's like, we need, need to discuss further... Sometimes I might shut my mouth because if I don't shut my mouth, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be happy. nobody's gonna be happy in this situation. But see, I'm not like that. Like I can talk calmly about like some shit that just happened. You're not like that. But what about the queen? Yeah, people are wondering when they call in. Can they call in? Yeah. Oh, I mean, we've been. Well, we're trying to keep most of the focus on the guests today. We, we if we if we have time line. at the end, we can. Yeah, if we have time at the end. We're gonna try to take a call and we'll try to check on the comments. But we've been trying to 
it's kind of hard to look at the comments and interact with our guests at the same time. And I see y'all got some big comments. Yeah, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to make it happen. Niggas out here hating me, I'm sure. Bro, that's Bro, I'm so I'm so happy to play this role. I don't know what any of the comments say, but I know I'm getting hate. We got a will ain't shit. We got a <laughs> will is the dirtiest of dirt bags. I'm just saying, I made half it up. But um, so will so you demanding like she be ready when you ready to talk? I'm not demanding. It will be nice. It will be nice. Okay, and, and there so, will be. Not necessarily consequences, but my but my attitude is going to be different. My attitude will not be as receptive once she's ready to talk, just because that's how I am. It's not it's not like it's not like a vendetta type thing. It's not like a okay, you shut down on me early, so I'm gonna shut down on you afterwards. <laughs> that's what it sound like. It's just how I am. Like it's just. So you're not gonna you're not gonna change that. You just gonna keep. Bro, I'm I'm improving every day. <laughs> Are you? You're not setting in the ways right now. That's I'm walking the, the ways thing. of uh, Who? Cleopatra. What? <laughs> All people. Go ahead, nigga. But the biggest thing is what you said. When it comes to disagreement and stuff like that, it's all about working on how you communicate with each other. And as long as, like, it's not going to be perfect. And we all know that it's not going to be perfect. But as long as you're striving and making changes, you see that the person is making effort and changing the way that they do that so that it can come to a better resolution each time instead of, like, you shut all the way down because she's not sitting up there telling you right when you need it to. And she can't talk for days because she has to process. Like, she'll probably get a little bit quicker about processing her stuff. You won't shut down as quickly. And at some point, you can see yourself working in the middle. It's just when everybody is so stubborn and adamant about having it their own way that yeah, nothing well. gets <laughs> accomplished. Bro, why, man? Like, we started this together. We started together. <laughs> we started then the show started. Then, then, <laughs> so, then the camera started. Then everything separated. Bro, I just yeah, I just man. can't with you, man. I, I got to get these likes up in the, in the, in the black woman. <laughs> like I said, I got to get them double taps, man. I can't help you. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> um, why, do you, why do people feel like the love you have for others takes away from the love? This is yours because I don't believe this, but... <laughs> No, for um some people actually, me and um Star was talking about this. Um, hey Star, <laughs> Star, okay. please clown Will, Will again. Um, roast Will, <laughs> roast Will, <laughs> hashtag roast Will. Uh, we were talking about how a lot of people. Oh, okay, perfect example. So it was this dude. Um, I said shout out to Star. We, before she left for New York, we did a. Well, actually, this was a long time ago. We did a sex podcast. Um, it was my boy Spirit who's in the chat room. What's up, Spirit? Um, <laughs> oh, now you want to say hi? <laughs> you know we love you, girl. Um, it was Spirit, it was Tamika Staley, it was Jordan Fox, uh, like I said, Star, me, a couple other people, and uh, one of Spirit's homeboys was in there. And uh, so after the thing, it was a very dope podcast. I had him as a friend, but he had put out a status the other day saying he was doing somebody's tattoo, and uh, it was a woman, and she was like Facetime while she was getting a tattoo, and he said like she's Facetime like four different dudes and was like you know. Have a, like really intimate conversation with him. Didn't nothing like freaky or nothing, but like an intimate conversation, and told all four of them that she missed him, and he was tripping off the shit. Like he was like, "See, like, see these games these women be playing, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all better stay on top of y'all game because the woman just as bad as y'all, or just as bad as like, the dudes that they be clowning or whatever." And like he was like making it out like it was a problem for a woman to be telling four different dudes that she missed him, and I see that a lot in like day to day interactions where. Like we talk about what we just talked about just now, um, being in a relationship with somebody who's got friends of the opposite sex, um, that may, might be a very close friend of theirs, and they might have a lot of love for them, and that's what I feel like 
pulls up the insecurities and that significant other and feel like, well, how can you have this close friendship with this dude and then not be anything else? Like, I'm supposed to be your everything as far as dudes go. Like, I'm supposed to supply all the male energy you need, what you need with this dude, you know, what you need to be staying over there late at night playing games and stuff for or playing or talking to him for. I'm supposed to be here for all of that. And I feel like people think it takes away from them that you have love for other people as well. I'm trying to figure out where that comes from. You're not going to do... After eight minutes of talking, that's it? You just want to answer? You're not going to do me like Charlamagne did on... What's the name? When he did that freestyle. Um, it was in... Oh, you talking about the key stand? Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Is that it? But I had to explain the shit, man. Um, I don't... I mean, to be honest, man, some people just aren't into the same shit. Like, even if you, even though you're in a relationship... Like, some people aren't into the same shit, and some some stuff it just isn't as fun with one person as it is with the other. You know what I mean? So, like, if you like video games, but all he liked to do, if you like adventure games and all he liked to do is play Madden, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> right, right. Like, I can't go out and play Skyrim with you or this, that, and the third, so, you know what I mean? And I enjoy playing it with people. Even though Skyrim is a, a single player game, I understand. I'm about to say, niggas want to come for you. That black woman and nerds coming for you. <laughs> but yeah, man, like it's okay to it's okay to get have fun with other people. It's okay to get love from other people. Right. I think that's I think that's a good thing. I think it's a beautiful thing. That's what I'm that's what I'm trying to get to. People are selfish. We miss it too sorry. People accept that get, get to the bottom of it, man. I think it's selfish. <laughs> get to the bottom of it, Queen. That, people are selfish. And like to a certain degree, we all have a right to be somewhat selfish. To a certain degree, for sure. But when it comes to like, you have connections. That could have been her cousin that she was talking to too. You know, uh-huh. it could have been anybody. It's just that we don't just have the capacity to love one person. Because if that were the case, how could your mother love your father and still love you and your sibling? And your other sister. I think people make these little invisible exceptions of like when it comes to family. But it's not an exception <laughs> because we sometimes choose family too, don't we? Yeah, I'm not, I, don't, I don't agree with it. I'm just yeah, saying I, I think that's what people do. But we choose family. We choose who we decide to be around. And you could give poor love into many different people in different ways. Love doesn't always have to be romantic. Love right. doesn't have to be a static. It doesn't have a necessary limit to it either. Absolutely. So. But yeah, we're selfish. We want the attention from the ones, especially if we love them more than mm-hmm. some others. We want all of their attention. We want to feel that much love given back to us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is. It's just that it's not in the way that you envision it. We have to know how we want to be loved and kind of be expressive of that and be open to the, I guess, the layers of love. I think that's really important what you said. You have to be expressive about how you want to be loved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because I think people just, they get in a relationship and it's a good relationship, but they don't, they don't continue to communicate on how they are in what you said, layered as a person. You know what they I mean? start expecting it. They just, I mean, I, I, I think, I think they think the love that they receive, is just going to fill up all those spaces, um, no matter how it's given. You know what I mean? Right. And I don't think people, you know, say they don't communicate enough, essentially. Real quick, y'all feel like it's a huge communication issue with our generation. Like, yes, <sighs> terrible. Is it is it limited to our generation? Do we want to talk about dating right now? Super. Well, 
I'm just like, I want to be specific right now. I'm not saying it's like never been an issue with other generations, but I feel like this is a different type of severity to it where I feel like our generation is like so caught up in like, first of all, social media has like stopped a lot of like personal interaction, mm-hmm. but also like we've been so, how do I want to put this, focused on ourselves on social media that if we're depressed, we don't know how to interact with other people and actually have a solid interaction. I mean, so many people who just like fester on what's going on with them mm-hmm. and everything of them. They don't really know how to carry a conversation where they actually ask about somebody else in a genuine matter, manner. And I think that's what's hindering the conversation. I said a lot of times when I talk to people, it's just all about them, what's going on with them. And as soon as you start talking about yourself, like you got a good like five minutes of attention span. And they'll be like this. <laughs> and they hit you with their phone and they start typing. Oh, or you can hear them fading out on the phone. Yes. You can hear people fade. No Bro. feedback on whatever you ask. And the funny part is, have you ever like had a conversation with somebody? And like either you or yourself, I mean, once they stop talking and you start talking, they put you on speakerphone? <laughs> yes. That's rude as fuck. You be saying something, like, you still there? You're like, yeah, bro, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Y'all in the back of the room. Bro, playing the PS4. <laughs> but is it also because of, again, it's a crave of attention? Like, mm-hmm. you have these people, but at the end of the day on social media, it's just people randomly glancing at your stuff. Like, to actually have that personal communication, you just want more given to you, but you can't quite give it back. That's what I think it is, bro. I don't see it like mutual exchange. Like, one thing that aggravates me is somebody calls me and they don't ask me how I'm doing. They just tell me what the fuck they want, like, up top, they just like boom, <laughs> like we gotta. I gotta. Me and we have a mutual friend. It does this all the time. Like they'll just be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you <feel> like <laughs> on the couch, whatever. Okay, you want to meet for a da 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 da. It's like hey, ask me how I'm doing first. But on the flip side, I'm kind of different. I need the middle of that and what you're talking about because you talking about? like like. How are you doing? It's like, hey, how you doing? Like, you can tell when somebody wants something and they start chatting you up for a minute. Oh, And oh, they yeah. talk and yeah, talk and you're like, that's, that's, all right, yeah. what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, what's up? And then get that and then let's get to the point kind of. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. But also the other thing I think about people and the communication um, thing is that because we have social media, you kind of look and you kind of see what people are doing all the time anyway. So when you're on the phone, it's just like, all right, I'm going to tell you what's going on. You already, I already know what you got going on because I saw you post at 10, <laughs> 2, 3, 4, 5, 5, 30. Okay, well, I wasn't really thinking about those people at the time, but you're right about that. But I was talking about, like, also, when, so when you see somebody posted what they're doing, like if somebody had a big event or something, and you still call them, like you can still ask about like how the event went. Right. A lot of people don't even really care about it enough to even bring it up. You know what I'm saying? It'll just be like, they'll just bypass the shit. And you have to like kind of mention it. Like, oh, yeah, I saw that on, on yeah, how's that going? Mm-hmm. And you got, like I said, five minutes to explain how it's going. But you know what I've learned? I kind of took a step back from Facebook for a little bit just because I noticed that everything that me and my friends would talk about, like you would see Mm -hmm. on Facebook. So why not give myself some other mediums again? And it's kind of refreshing not to be in the know. Absolutely. Or just in the mesh of what y'all mad about today. I love that meme. What y'all mad about today? That's (laughs) that's what the fuck it feels like. Yeah, that's it. People just really going to be upset a lot of times. I don't know, man. I think it's, I think it's, in my opinion, important to say that I don't think we have a communication problem any more than the people who were ahead of us ten years. You don't think so? Oh, 
Uh, you think we? I think. <clears throat> I also think that we have problems dealing with certain situations, or you know, uh, reacting to certain things because of social media. You know what I mean? Like I think it's desensitized us. This that, and the third. So when like. Uh, people have certain situations arise in their life and they have to communicate with somebody. The other person might not like be as sympathetic or might not know how to console you, this, that, and the third, you know, because of... Uh, the frequency in which you see it? And the frequency in which you see it or your ability to, you know, absorb it as like a real issue because you see so much celebrity coverage on social media, Tristan Thompson cheats on this person. Or, you know, if it's like somebody got cheated on, it's like, oh, okay, well, deal with it. You know what I mean? I think that's part of what leads to the communication issues. Like I said, you get desensitized to issues that used to be you had to wait till you heard about it. Now you literally just go on your phone. You get alerts about the shit when it's happening. <laughs> and like you, like I said, you see death, you see infidelity, you see lies and stuff every day. I think that's part of what like the desensitization is what's causing the communication issues partly. Desensitivity and access. Because everyone is accessible. Everyone's life story is accessible right. via the internet for the most part, too. Pretty much. And so, essentially, that creates a gap to a certain degree because there's a lack of care to a certain point. That's what I'm, that's what I'll see. Lack but there's care. also an expectation of being instantaneously accessible. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot, bro. I think it's the main thing is the lack of care, man. Like, I, people... I, I think we we talk about depression and stuff a lot on social media, but like in a sensationalized manner, a lot of times, like yeah, oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's real. It's not like real, real. Like I see people post a lot of people post like check on your friends stuff like that, and I have a few amount of friends who actually do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I see people talk about it all the time, or like sending positive vibes, or like oh that's you know what I'm saying? It's like because you know sometimes it's kind of like the people's like. I guess mentality too, like their personality. Like I'm the extender. Like yeah. I'm the person who, if I haven't heard from a friend in like two months, right. I'm gonna call him and say, "Hey, what's up?" Absolutely. And just say, "Hey," and reach out. But like my other friends aren't extenders, so if I don't do it, they might not talk to each other or me for a while. Mm-hmm. But that's how that goes. Some people are that, and more of us should be that. I guess extender. Extenders, for sure. No, like, <laughs> that's what sure, you man. came up with, or uh, yeah. Okay, I, I like it. <laughs> We're stealing it for the show. <laughs> Appreciate that. So, uh, so. Are you done interrupting the whole show for that little piece? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Um. Oh, so this has happened in two of my past relationships. Do you believe in remaining friends with your ex or person you've had sex with? Um, and can that friendship ever be platonic? Like, can it go back to a platonic friendship? Depends on the person. Depends on the people involved. Yeah. Because yeah. if I had an ex who was really toxic, I don't want to hear anything about <laughs> anything. Well, no, no, no. And let's then say, you can no, possibly let's... get past that. Well, no, let's say, like, okay, so you and your ex break up, whatever. And it was A mutual. year or so passes. Yeah, it was a mutual year or so passes. You get another relationship. Mm-hmm. Should you be friends? 
if there was nothing bad that happened and it's just like we just weren't interested in each other in the way that we or we just didn't work and we both know that we're not going to work mm-hmm. then it's easy to be platonic just because more than likely you've had a friendship before then or you've established a friendship through then to have broken up platonically mm-hmm. and so within that you can maintain that i think it just depends on the person, though, too, because sometimes people, if there was love, if one person wanted to stay and the other person wanted to leave, that's harder because mm-hmm. the person is still in love with that person or just wants to hold on to them because some people just like, want to hold on to people for no reason. And, I mean, some people are just scared to end things. That's a lot of time, guys, too. Why? Is, I, it's weird. We're emotionally unstable. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's also like have to do with like you want that you're gonna keep getting that good feeling you got from that person, but you don't want no commitment. Like you don't want to have to yeah. have responsibilities with it. So it's like so as long as it's that not maintenance that, as long as it's not uneven and stuff like that, and you're both mutually cool, like mm-hmm. I think it's fine because you both know it's not gonna work. And if another part, if the one of the people starts showing, it's again the responsibility of you two to stop it. I agree a thousand percent. Um, I really only have one girlfriend. I don't talk to them anymore. <laughs> um, but other than that, I always believe in maintaining like bonds because you just never know what you can still attain from each other. Like you can still benefit from each other. Um, it's been like relationships. I was like, we had a, either mutual broke up or I broke up with them, where we went. To, you gotta give it some time. You can't be yeah. calling back like next week. Like, hey, I needed some help with my da da da. Like, you gotta give it some time, but. You just never know what um, you can continue adding to each other's lives. And you add even more, like you said, when you know that y'all don't belong together, when y'all both know that, and if you know it'll be nothing extra, you can then the world is the limit then. You can just do whatever, because it's like a mutual understanding there. You know any favor you do for them and any favor you ask them to do for you will not be, you know, string, having any string, strings attached to it. Well, see, for me, like, I've had <clears throat> two bad breakups. Well, not two. Yeah, I had two bad breakups. And I had... One that was mutual, you know, mm-hmm. and the one that was mutual, we're still cool. Mm-hmm. We're still very cool. But the two other ones, it's like one was really bad, and <laughs> the other one, it was like semi bad. But we just kind of grew apart for the most part, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get that understanding. One person might get it a little bit earlier than the other person. Yeah, <laughs> that happens. Were you ever that person and like kind of jumped the gun as far as reinitiating the, the Say that one more time. Were you ever that person that like was like y'all were good faster than another person, so you try to re- reinitiate communication first and it didn't work out. No, I've never done that. Oh, I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, in those two in those two situations where it was semi bad, like I don't talk to them on a regular basis, mm-hmm. but like. I'm still happy to see their friends. I'm mean, happy to see them, you know, doing well, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, But I don't think, like, in those cases, like, it's best to keep a friendship. Like, I don't I don't think it's necessary all the time, or I don't even think it's the best idea all the time. I, I, in my opinion, it takes a good amount of time. It has to come, like, full circle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In my opinion. And sometimes that takes years, mm-hmm. and sometimes it just isn't meant to happen in general. Yeah. Right, you should never force that. That's just something, yeah. if it happens, and you both are at the same place where y'all can handle that and are mature enough to deal with that, mm-hmm. or even want to deal with that, 
then that's something you should do. But like you said, it can take years, especially if there was a lot invested into it. And yeah. Some people have gone from semi-messy relationship breakups well, to, yeah, semi-messy or bad to like being on mutual understanding years mm-hmm. down the road and they yeah. understand, they, they figure it out. That seems what happens with uh, some, some couples that get married and then divorce. It seems like they kind of oh they, they kind of come full circle. I think that's the perfect example. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, we tried that. That shit was not good, but I can still there's still a reason that I married you in the first place. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I'm not gonna act like you know I ain't gonna slam on you too much on social media. So what about like when you get back in a relationship with somebody? Like, let's say that time off has come and y'all have been friends for let's say two years and nothing's happened and it's in the third. Mm-hmm. Do you think? You should stay cool with them, even though y'all have had sex and y'all have done all this other stuff, you know, together. And also, do you think your partner should have more input than if it was just a friend that you've never had anything with before? Input? I don't know, but they should know the full extent of what that relationship was. You shouldn't be deceptive about it. And they should also know the full extent of what your friendship has been post breaking up and like that's a that's the thing you gotta deal with i don't know how i would deal with that situation i haven't been confronted with it so <laughs> no, it's coming. No, it's so coming. i don't i really i don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> that's when i'm gonna have to get to and come back to y'all with yeah what about you mike have you been in that situation i have absolutely um, i mean you're just a messy individual bro, i'm terrible um <laughs> No, I have, and I don't agree with the input thing because I feel like if I tell, if I, if I'm straight up with you, and I tell you I'm still friends with my ex, um, like we still do something such together, like there's a reason I'm telling you that, like because I want to put it all on the table. I don't want no type of you know misunderstandings. I don't want to look like I'm hiding nothing because I'm not hiding anything. Mm-hmm. So now that you know the whole story, like we should be good, and I won't do anything purposely to you know tap into your insecurities. So. I don't, like, if she would have told me, like, you're not allowed to do so-and-so with your ex, like, I'm not with that shit at all. Because I know I'm not going to do nothing crazy. Like, the same thing with women, bro. Like, that's how people get controlling. There's, there's a sense of power in telling another human being they're not allowed to do something, and they actually adhere to it. You can tell a person I'm uncomfortable with you doing this, and that's completely valid, but telling yeah. you not to do it, and what you do based on that, is what you do and that's again people knowing what they're comfortable with and knowing their limits like if you know that you're not comfortable with something you have to speak up you can't make a person do or not do anything else but it comes to you making the conscious decision of saying hey either i can try to work past this in my mentality or i need to leave that's i think that's it man (laughs) that's it what you will i ain't got nothing to do now with that I mean, the booty good. I'm going to do what I got to do. Oh. <laughs> and you corrected it earlier because I tried to say the same thing. You was like, no, for the relationship. No, man, I, it's, it's really sticky. Um, I would prefer that it not happen. You would prefer yeah. But no, like at the same time, like I'm not going to be that person who, who like tries to change you as a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like you were this dope person when I met you. When you had all these people in your life, mm-hmm. you might not be the same person if I try and remove these people from your life. So it's just something I'm either gonna have to get used to, right. or it's a, or I'm gonna just have to peace out. You know what I mean? Can I ask you something real fast? What's up? 
you had that same philosophy as far as like a woman um, wearing like I guess you could say scant- scantily clad clothing. Like if you was if you met somebody and they was already like dressing like you know pretty loose, would you feel like she has to change her attire? No, I don't mean loose in a, in a negative way. By the way, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think with my I think with my last girl, like she would sometimes dress a little bit loose, not crazy, mm-hmm. but like I never tried to restrict her in that way. Yeah, because there's no point. She right? looked good in that motherfucker. <laughs> I want all you niggas to know. <laughs> That's how I feel though. Like, you like, yeah, yeah. I you, want you, all you niggas to know. That shit is mine. <laughs> Not in like a control and possessive way, but it's just like, yeah, y'all niggas can look. Yeah. Like, look, no touching. <laughs> no touching. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, man, I don't, I mean, as long as she not out here, you know, uh, you know, like entertaining the advances she gets, mm-hmm. then whatever, bro. That's a, I, Bro, we used to work with somebody at Samsung. I don't say names like you do. But, like, we used to work with somebody at Samsung. He brought his wife to the club. His wife was known for having a pretty nice ass. This nigga was getting his feelings so bad because, like, dudes would be looking at his wife's ass. So why is he going Who's to this? the club? It's, um, it, um... You got to give me some initials, bro. Because it, it would be my like the nigga tune in on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you after the show. All right, but, um, but yeah, bro. She, you said, why would he bring her to the club? Why would he go to the club? Bro? Well, I'm sorry, I meant Sam's club. I'm like, I call it the club, but oh, we always okay. work at Sam's it was club. Cat? It was an older cat. Not much older. Somewhat bald, white. So he was just going to everyday place. Hmm. So he was just going to everyday to place. <laughs> he would know. So we all worked at Sam's club. And so his. he brought her to his job. Yeah. So if she goes anywhere else, she's gonna get hit on. And he would tell me the same story, like, oh, I had to get this dude to do it. He looked at my lady's butt, and I was like, you got a problem? He's like, you see something you like? Why? Like, you'd be mad if nobody was looking at your lady. If, if dude was like, ooh, shit, she over here now. Like, you'd be getting And that's what I think she probably didn't even notice. She probably didn't even notice. Or she probably got flattered. her whole life. She just ignored him at this point. She probably just got flattered, like, yeah, I know my ass is fat. Thank y'all, but I'm mad. Like it's his, it's his to play with. <laughs> I never understood that how dudes were getting there because we're having a fine ass woman, like you know, yeah. other people acknowledge. Men are stupid. It is what it is. I told you we're most unstable, idiotic creatures. <laughs> Always next, horny. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Nope. Now we we read some article. Did you read the article? Did Mike share the article he with did you? Did not share an article with me. I was so focused on her watching um, random acts of violence. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. All right, so Mike, explain the article. Mm-hmm. Um, the article is basically tying the friend zone, the theory of the friend zone, with rape culture, and it said mm-hmm. that it's a it's a I guess a facet of rape culture because oh, gosh, I'm put him put him on the spot now. Um, it said um basically. If you're, it was talking about guys who are friends with women, with the purpose of being with them, and when that doesn't work out, um, they get upset, and um, they get mad. They tell, they, you know, they lash out or whatever like that, and they stop being friends with them. And they said, like, because of that, like, friend zone is part of rape culture. Uh, see, first of all, from how you explained it, well, well, they they put it all together. They put in that. Together with people just saying friend zone in, in, in general. Now, I did not read the article, let's be clear. So yeah, Neil didn't read the article. But based on what he Mike, just uh, said. I didn't do his job. I didn't. But based on what he just said, I don't think like a guy deciding not to be friends with me after he makes an advance 
and says, because he might truly be interested in me. And that might have been his goal from the beginning to get to know you so that he can attempt to try to get you to know you better. If he has legitimate feelings, he's not going to want to just be friends. Give me one second. I'm going to read this real quick. So here's the part where the article uh, starts talking about uh, friend zone and rape culture. Um, The friend zone is a part of rape culture. They have become quite prevalent in pop culture. It is usually put forward by self-proclaimed nice guys as an excuse for why a girl could possibly choose someone else over them. Oh, nice guy syndrome. Yeah, what the nice guy believes is if they, is he a knife to a girl and actually treats her with respect, that girl should want to have sex with him. Actually, the concept goes a step further by allowing the nice guy to feel entitled to sex with the girl of his choice simply because she has treated he has treated her with some sort of basic human decency for an extended period of time. No, that is based on rape culture. The friend zone myth is a dangerous insult and insulting because it perpetuates the idea of women as a prize or reward for being nice. It dehumanizes women in a way that is more subtle than catcalling, and this is why so many people fall for it. So. Now, from that explanation, that's yeah, yeah that's rape culture all day. But we never, as far as me and Will goes, anyway, never define that as friend zone. Like we yeah. define that as like douchebag dude pretending to be nice to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. I always thought I think Will agrees friend zone is hey Indigo you look pretty today I want to be together no Mike I'm good alright cool well, you want to be friends that's fine and like we just continue being friends and if that had it my way like we would be together but since you don't want that I'm cool with being friends and you're fine with being friends I'm fine with but being friends but if a person has interest and they're like I can't break that interest from you I'm going to continue trying and he says I can't be friends then you it's get my into job to gross territory. That. well see I, I, I define the friend zone as someone who never says how they feel mm-hmm. and eventually hopes that will lead to da 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 like Open, I don't know about sex, but just relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, I don't feel like the friend zone is about sex. I feel like it's about relationship. So, mm-hmm. I don't even, I mean. I think it'd be sex, too. I'm saying my definition. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're if you're putting in this nice guy time, like, you're not going for sex. Like, you don't I, think dudes I don't think sex to be nice is, to get sex? I mean, that deep? Like, <laughs> where you would go into the friend zone? Like. I think so, because I think dudes hold out that, that one day, one day. I guess, bro. <laughs> I think I've seen it. I've seen it in dudes all the time. Committed to the act. I mean, you, I mean, you got to commit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the only reason why I think it's still it's connected to sex as well. Like, yeah, niggas played a long game. I just don't understand how it's like, you know, paired with the rape culture. I just from what she was more talking about is like the. I'm a, let's go back with the gas station scenario. You go to the gas station, dude's trying to holler, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's being nice. He's, like, just asking good things, asking about, like, things that you may be interested in, striking up a good conversation. Gets to know you, actually give him his, you him your number. You guys talk for a little bit. And then when, or even if you don't give him, you don't give him his, your number. Mm-hmm. Then, after you don't give him your number, you like, I got, he's like, I got all these things going for me, and you don't even want to talk to me. You just missing out, might call you all out of your name and everything. That's more. So, but that's not even friend zones because you're not really friends based that's on what, what you saw. That's, on what that I, that's what I was saying. Like, I that think don't that's sound like more friends of zone. what we call nice guy syndrome. That's what I was saying. So, is so is like. 
is feeling like you're entitled to sex rape culture? Like, I mean, like, is is that rape culture? I don't know if it's rape culture. It's dirtbag culture, period. But I, don't I, know I, 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 I agree with dirtbag <laughs> culture. I mean, I guess... If they make advances and you're saying no... If they make continued that advances that aren't welcome, then, yeah, you're going into rape, rape culture. Because it's an expectation. So, uh, okay, so if you're making continued advances and then you, you get shut down, she's like, all right, I'm going to just be a friend. And in that friend strategy, you say, all right, I'm going to get some butt at some point. Is that rape culture? I don't know. I seriously don't know. I don't like this word. I don't like this rape culture terminology. Never liked it. I know you never liked it. It's so messy. I guess it's more what she's trying to struggle it into is more of the ideology that there is an expectation Mm -hmm. for sex based on him being a nice person. It's an expectation automatically because I'm nice. She should just give it up. I think we're all like agreeing on that. You're just trying to figure out if that's rape culture or not. I guess because he has the mindset, it's not like, okay, I can be nice, but she can still not like me. It's so an expectation. That's, the that's yeah. why. Yeah. I guess that part is straight rape culture. Now, the friend zone. culture? <laughs> now, the friend zone portion from what we have discussed is friend zone in our own particular opinions. I don't know so much about that. But what she was saying about the expectation being there, like, it's like not a hope, it's an expectation. Right. And there's a difference between the two. Exactly. I mainly just wanted to get the negative connotation back off of the word friend zone because I see people, as soon as they say friend zone, people get attacked. I want to get the frequency at which we use the term rape culture down a little bit. No. Or or more clearly defined. I mean, more clearly defined, sir, but like, just like anything, just like any movement, man, you got people that's going to be extreme with it and you got people who actually know what they're talking about. So I think that's... I think that's what throws you off on a regular basis. If you see the extremism, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I was just trying to clear that up. Because I heard, I just kept seeing people saying, like, if you use the word friend zone, like, unfriend me because it's rape culture and da 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 da. That's so, so, so dumb. So, I've so never dumb. been a huge fan of, like, if you do such and such and such, such, unfriend me. Like, <laughs> this shit's just always been over the top for me in beer. DJ oh. Whitaker is screaming no. I don't know why, but I'm over here to clarify. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why. But, oh man. Yeah, that's what our opinions are. Please hit us up. Let us know if you can clarify it a little bit better. But I'll read the full article. Yeah, it would have been nice if you could have read the full article beforehand. <sighs> Mike knows his job is to share all all links uh, associated he, with. He shared one link. <laughs> I did. See, man, I said the most important link. So boom. All right, um, dang. All right, so in, all right, I got to skip around a little bit. All right, so in talking with niggas not being shit, <laughs> have you seen the video of Fifty Cent? <laughs> I didn't see that. Okay, one. we go. Oh, Mike, huh? you supposed to share this too? Bro, you added that to the last minute. I didn't I did. even know we were talking about that. You right, can pull it's, it up, but it's, it's a like, short video. It's a real. It's short a very video. short video. But um, long story short, Fifty Cent was at a strip club. Um, throwing bands, doing his thing. And um, 50 claims <laughs> the stripper that they were all gathered around. Are you about to cultivate my ignorance? Bro, Absolutely. this, is, this is exactly what cultivated ignorance it's is Precisely. About. All right, so I'm going to let you read the comments, okay? <laughs> Hold up. Oh, 50 took his own comments down. 50 a punk ass for that. 
You gotta you cut the sound up. <laughs> you don't even need to have the sound. You really don't. Alright. See, it's a stripper with booty shaking ass. Everybody's gathered around and enjoys the fair. And 50 will soon decide. Um, you know what? You can get all my shit back. <laughs> get all my money back. Every penny. So. Give me all my money. She's looking like so. Thank so you. Is this, she's like, yeah. is this shit really going down? She did. She stopped twerking like mid twerk. Automatically. Stop. <laughs> this butt like, tickle, is this butt shit really going down? Time. 50 claims that she said some slick shit he didn't like. What was she saying? I don't know. That's, I think was that's the determinant factor. You don't? I don't know. I'm trying to fit, Well, I feel like I don't know if it even matters, but he said she said some slick shit and the nigga said he wanted a refund. <laughs> 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 So he took a shit back. Now, on one hand, this shit has been extremely funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen so many IG models upset about this. Bro, they're about to come for his IG ass. models are about to start a revolution. <laughs> and on the other hand, wow. dudes are like, 50 is the goat. Oh I didn't God. know I could refund my money oh in the strip club. All right, go. <laughs> Do that. Go try that shit somewhere in one of the South Carolina strip clubs. Go to them, them black South Carolina clubs. <laughs> Get it straight. Like, go to them shit. Yeah. Get your ass shot. I feel like I want to say this as a disclaimer. You can only do this as a rapper, right. as a world famous rapper. You only are you the only people that can do this. Yeah. If you make fifty thousand dollars a year and you live in a two bedroom in South yeah. Carolina, <laughs> don't get, get your beat ass the fuck up. Don't get your ass stabbed in the face. <laughs> but was fifty wrong? I, I feel like he was wrong, bro. You can't you can't get your money back at the damn strip club. Like no, who says who? She gave the performance. No, see, no, no, she okay. working. Okay, let me. Okay, these are tips. That's what they are. They're tips, bro. That's and her if, money. And if you provide poor customer service at any point during that transaction, I should be able to reduce your tips. No, nah, okay. This is what I'm saying. It, it depends on what she said. I have to know what she said. It don't matter if you provide a poor customer service. No, it, defi- it depends on what she actually said. He might have just been. We're not going to act like Fifty ain't the biggest troll on the internet. Period. Okay, yeah, he is. So but how if, we know if Fifty was, went like, you know what? Nah, give me shit back. But if she was like Ja Rule better than you. That's outright disrespect. If she says some shit like that, I mean, but why would you be even, even offended by that? Because, you know, that's not even true. So why would you even, why would I even scathe you at all? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, so, okay. People were saying on the on the post, people were saying, once the money hits the floor, it's not yours anymore. Yes. Says who? That's when strip club that's strip club rule one on one. When did this become spades? When did I when did I not be able to pick my shit up? Dollar stick every time. <laughs> we got we get, we got a friend that used to rethrow dollars at the strip club. That nigga got away with so <laughs> much. He remember how scary he was because we was in the hood of strip club. Yeah, if he if he got caught, we probably wouldn't be doing the show today. I don't know, man. I think 50, Bro, I don't no. think fifty was wrong. Of course you don't. Listen. And 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 other people were saying he was. So disrespectful to that in the third. Bro, it was so funny because people were like, she she was a mother. She might not be able to feed her kids now. She might be starting a business. <laughs> Bro, it's all it was, possibilities. They were all possibilities. They're like, <laughs> doing a lot. They're <laughs> doing a lot. Bro, I was dying laughing at the cover. <laughs> And, and and maybe that's where she fucked up. Right, as if she even said but anything. The music is loud enough. How do you? Even I don't. Hear? I don't see. That's 50, what I'm saying. I don't see Fifty just snatching his money back for you. Don't see Fifty no. Cent who has all the time in the world to be petty. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> First of all, for yeah, a celebrity. Yeah, we know about that was his money. 
money. For a celebrity, exactly. But and it was still a lot of money on the stage. No, it's still a ton of money. And bro, it was like sixty dollars. Like, let's be real with ourselves. Sixty dollars. That's like more than sixty dollars. Bro, that's just not like more than sixty dollars. Do you know I mean, how you he know it was all ones? Bro, how you know it was all ones? Bro, it was probably all ones, no, 50. He grabbed no. it with two arms. He raped him. So okay, like, okay, $200 maybe. maybe $200? $200 maybe. <laughs> so you just got $200 snatch for you as a stripper. Like you said, you working your ass off. Snatch? Y'all you, think it's like... <laughs> she got a snatch. Y'all think it's you like it was your in ass her arms. <laughs> You sweaty. You got niggas all Technically, in your damn asshole. Oh, yeah, just on your shit. Okay, I just saw nobody sexually assaulted her. I'm, I'm just saying, this shit happens on a strip. I'm saying, on a regular basis, strippers have to deal with shit like this. So, I'm only talking about this one transaction. You just, what I'm saying is you have to look at the whole picture. I'm already working hard. I'm sweating. Got these gross-ass niggas looking at me. I hate all their faces, but I'm doing okay, okay, job. Let, okay, let me ask you this, okay? Let me ask you this, okay? You at a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. Be like, all right, let me get the bill. I'm about to go. And she's like, all right, I'm gonna bring you the bill. And so you and so you pay the bill, right? And then you leave the tip on the table, right? Mm-hmm. And the tip never leaves the table, right? And you're like, alright, I want some dessert. Oh, fuck out of here, nigga. Can't you just leave? Do you have the right to take your tip back? This is what I'm saying. That's why we gotta figure out what she said. If she <laughs> it don't really matter good. what she said. It does. If she, if she popped any kind of shit. Fifty really got all the right to take his money back. If she pops shit in the first place, is what I'm saying. We not, we acting like we're not talking about fifty cents. But that is the but that is the premise at which the story story is told. That's from his viewpoint. We, we don't know her story. Side. It don't matter. Like that that part How's is that irrelevant. Right? How's it irrelevant? irrelevant? Until she speaks up, that part is irrelevant. We have to go on with fifty bro, cents. No, you have to look at the whole shit. You can't just you just go with fifty cents and said period. You just be like, oh, 50's right. No, bro. I said until she says something, that's what you got to go off of. I think you gotta just withhold judgment until she she says something. Like, how about just do that? Okay, so fifty took your money back. I, I don't got a problem with that either. But you you came with for fifty. <laughs> Last time you came for Charlemagne, <laughs> you came with for fifty. I don't see a problem, bro. I'm I'm gonna go off the story that was told. If if she says something, why would you not withhold judgment until she speaks up though? Why would you not do that if you know fifty's a troll? When you I'm when you no when one. you tell me a story or something, I don't wait till Nigga, you know I told you. I ain't petty. <laughs> I ain't petty since. <laughs> I'm not petty, like... It don't matter, though. It don't matter. Mm. What? I just don't see the problem. Why would you not withhold judgment until you get the whole story? No, Jackson. I'm just saying, I don't have a problem with 50 did. If that was how it went down. If that's how it went down. But you going hard, like, that's 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 the way it is, period. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm defending 50 if that's what happened. If, if that she was happened. like, 50, you got a little bit of dick, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Like, and I still don't even really... Cause you balling that's fifty cent. Like I feel on you. When did the rule become? Once it hits the floor, it's done. Jones, I feel, you I feel like I, I feel like this is a. I feel like this is an in process transaction. No, bro. Huh? That's not even a sign. Ain't no sign, Jones. Y'all know you in the room, bro. Tell us, man. When you in the strip club, once your dollar hit the stage, that's it. Bro, no, I'm not with that shit. No matter what y'all say, I can't right, get bro, with it. Go to the strip club now and t- take your shit back. What do you feel? We've been me and Mike just been yeah, arguing. Hey, and we did say we we <laughs> We just going to argue across you. So you're going to be like spitting in your face and shit? I already said my little piece. What did you say? I, mean, I, we couldn't hear I didn't even hear it. I'm going to drop you out. I don't know what happened. I don't understand how he took two whole handfuls. No, he, don't even know he got a lot of money with money. two handfuls. And then on this other hand, she, you know what I mean, dirty people you around shaking your behind us, insurance costs. That's what that's, I'm saying. That's, that's, that's her choice. <laughs> that is her choice. <laughs> that's her choice. That's what I'm saying, bro. Jones, tell us, man, dude. Dollars stick. I don't know about that. Dollars stick, bro. You it's, it's, it's an in-process transaction, bro. I'm going to leave it like this. 
I've had a sign. I think we was at the strip club. Well, we always, anytime I've been to the strip club, it was me and you. Um, I went to the strip club. I went to go tip somebody. She was looking bad as hell on the pole. So I said, let me give her a little dollar. So I decided to ball out and gave her $5. <laughs> That's how you know I was feeling it. I gave her $5. She was shaking her ass. I put her in her dream string. Went to walk away. She said, uh-uh, come back, come back, come back. I was like, oh, shit, a little bonus? Okay, whatever. She did that shit where, like, she gets on two poles and, like, wraps her legs around your damn shoulders mm-hmm. and shit. And, like, she just slapped me in the face with a pussy. Like, she was just like, boom! Thank you for the $5, boom! <laughs> her pussy was so, smelled so rank. And it wasn't like she didn't wash. It was just like she'd been sweating, like, all night. Mm-hmm. And we was in there, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. So she just smelled like she just didn't take no breaks. And that shit was funkified. That shit was who? So I was like, can I go back and be like, uh-uh, give me my shit back. Like, you hit me in the face with a stank pussy. Like, that, that shit, I should have been able to do that? No, bro, you shouldn't have because... Why? Because the transaction was over once you put the tip in her G-string and she walked away. She brought you back. She brought you back. <laughs> What's the difference? No, the transaction with 50 was still going on. She was, still, she was still shaking her ass. He put the money on the she thing. Was he was shaking. just standing there and he just came it back. It is a tip. What you if, paid her. What if the song changed? You paid changed? her. He what paid if the her song too? changed in no, the middle No, he was of the tipping tip. her. What if the song changed in the middle of the when he tipped and when you get too, you, you, you're getting too technical for me. You're getting too technical for me. That's the point, though. You look at all that. It's just too much. It's just too much. Hannah got the throw up emojis. Also, y'all gonna get to learn my life on the show, man. Y'all should have known what y'all was getting into. So, don't you say, "Yep, transaction was over." I don't think uh, this is. I don't think this is a new wave. Y'all niggas cannot go in strip clubs. Don't do this. Please don't go do this. Don't let Fifty get you stabbed. You get beat the fuck up. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, Fifty man, keep doing your thing, man. You ain't shit, bro. <laughs> wow. If you if you receive bad service, hey, you should be able to get your refund. If you receive bad service. If you receive lip, unwanted lip, he's gonna act like he wasn't just. You saw the shit he was saying about May- Mayweather. Like we Bro, all. That was. Oh, we not even gonna get. That's too deep. <laughs> we know how disgusting the can get. Like. Oh man! All right. So on the lighter, on the lighter thing. <laughs> that was heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Insecure is coming back. That's Lord. This Sunday. No Lawrence. Yeah. Whoa. What is what is this? Calm your ass down. Well, Hive, Lawrence Hive, Lawrence Hive, we out here. Lawrence Hive, we out here. Dro gang, no, my man, Dro getting it in. I don't know why you going so hard for Dro, but he bro, cool. cause Dro is living his best life. Is he out here gambling anything, bro? <laughs> he is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if Dro's actually in an open marriage, but he but he living like he is. <laughs> I don't think that nigga is, bro. Dro <laughs> <laughs> might be the most dirtbag nigga ever. <laughs> Yeah, and that shit in the bathroom. It was like, hey, can you wait about 10 minutes before you go? Bro, that shit, was, that shit was extra messy. <laughs> that shit was <laughs> We got a little bit of bad news. Uh, there are reports that Lawrence will not be in this season. Mm-hmm. False news. Oh, fake news, whatever. True news. Probably the last five minutes, but that's about it. I don't know. H- no, I don't know. Bro. HBO surprised us on Westworld. He did. I'm telling you, Lawrence about to be like Anthony Hawkins. Like, hey, it was good. It's a little bit different because Lawrence didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> there was no scene of Lawrence getting shot. But he did. Get called out by Tasha, bro. I we watched that um, that little snippet on um the insecure discussion group. That was like a small death. Ooh. That's it. That, 
the death of Lawrence when he, when he went to the cookout and dipped out to be a oh, girl. Oh, she slayed that nigga. And Tasha put a bullet through that nigga through the phone. <laughs> if you watch that shit again, bro, that shit like hit bro, you. She, bro, she was like, you's a fuck nigga. Let him make you worse than a fuck nigga. <laughs> You a fuck nigga, I think you nice. Which is exactly what we were talking oh, about. Oh my god. Oh my god. There's a lot of niggas that do that. We had a, we had that talk I think a year ago mm-hmm. about what Lawrence did. Yeah, we had a whole like discussion on it. Yeah. Like and discussing like that's what I love about the show, like how real that situation is. Like He was doing a lot. In your mind, but in his mind it's like I'm gonna come up. Like I should be able to do what I wanna do. Yeah. yeah. Like she'll give me yeah, I'm gonna get me I'm gonna get the yams, okay? I'm getting Free place of food too. I'm gonna get the free place of food. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So who? Are, all right. We can go real quick. Who are you most interested in, Isha, or, Isha or Isha. Uh, I know. I got <laughs> Isha or uh, her friend. I, God, I can't. Daniel. Remember. No, fuck Daniel. Oh Molly. <laughs> yeah, Molly. I have a hate for Daniel. Uh, bro, fuck <laughs> Daniel. You so you going cape for Daniel even though he. My lady I was gonna say he done bust a damn eye out. I'm not caping for Daniel, but why such this Daniel? No, I, it was just mm-hmm. I was just talking about Issa or Molly. Mm-hmm. It's this Daniel because born, Daniel's born as fuck. That's the most exciting thing he did all season, which was busting Issa eye. I'm not but, gonna lie, I really care about Molly more this season. I can't. I, I want to see. Really got me invested in Molly. Cause you want to see if she's gonna go back to draw or not. I want to see her find happiness, like. Right, cause she out here fucking she up, like, man. She's like on the little trailer. She's like she balling out. She got her own little office firm and everything. Yeah, she like, like opened the windows to her office and everything. Yeah, all the goals. <laughs> um, I'm excited about Lawrence because Lawrence coming back, bro. Issa throwing y'all off. I'm yeah. telling you, Issa throwing y'all off. Like I thought Issa wasn't full of surprises until the ending of season one, the way Lawrence did her. I did not see that coming at all. So I think she's gonna be walking in Rite Aid. It's gonna be like her birthday. She's gonna be walking in Rite Aid. He's gonna be in there. <laughs> Some she'd be looking at it. She's gonna be wearing like sweatpants. She's gonna be looking at the dick. <laughs> she's gonna look at the dick prints. <laughs> That's what I'm excited about. And my baby, um, Amanda Seals, because apparently she's pregnant on the show now. Yeah. Everything. What about so. you? I'm tired for both. Like, I'm really interested yeah, in you their go in the middle of the ground. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Seriously, Ron because Tadley. they were both in two very different places. Like, they went through their phases during that last season to see where they would choose to go this next season, whether they decide to still kind of venture out, do their own solo thing, or to try to find something else committed, or even just focus on their financial aspects and their friends. It's, it's a good thing because it is mirroring kind of real life. Yeah. They're gonna try to be focused and they're gonna start having sex again. So you think so you think Daniel and Issa gonna open up in a relationship? Like open the season in a relationship? Maybe not like in a relationship. Happen. You don't think so? It's not did you see the trailer, they not she's talking about like purposely not having sex with Daniel and just living with him. Oh I didn't know that. I haven't seen the trailer yet. Honestly. Yeah. It's like a real life situation. So she's trying to like be friends with him and like she's basically getting all the emotional needs met, but she don't wanna commit a relationship, so she's trying to withhold the sex. Because then Daniel and her, like, weren't they in a relationship in college? They was there. Yeah, they were in a relationship in college. Then, you know, they, of course, they had reconnected in the studio. Were they, right. they weren't in a relationship. I thought they just flirted a lot in college. I thought they was actually in a relationship. That's what I'm confused on sometimes. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think they were oh, in a relationship. Maybe they just had that energy the whole time? Yeah, they had that energy. I swear they had a well, I thought so. I'll have to read. We'll look it up. Yeah. But go ahead with your. Oh, did Will go? <laughs> I'm sorry. I care about Molly, bro. Molly out here being dumb. I'm trying to see her get out of this situation, too. And what happens with um, his wife finds out, because that's her friend. That's what, okay. Are you Googling Daniel Ace? I'm about to put, did did, 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 Ace and Daniel. (laughs) Were Ace and Daniel ever in a relationship? Okay, um, 
I don't I don't think Drill is in an open marriage. And that's what I'm but we will see. But he's so nice. He's Bro, such that a nice awkward guy. At, home no, at the bar <laughs> when it was at sitting there, remember that shit? Yeah. No. Bro But like as as a married man, like are you that dumb like are is Molly's booty that good that you gotta cheat while your while your wife is in the other room? Weren't they childhood friends too? Molly and Danny, uh, M- Molly and uh, Drawer. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there goes our Connect. myth. What the fuck that mean? Um, I don't know. This shit is a whole ass think piece about these and them. We'll get back to y'all on that answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I think this season's going to be dope. I don't know how many more seasons they're going to do, but they need to keep it going for forever. Forever. They need to start doing like back-to-back episodes, bro, and, or longer seasons, one. Season's only like, what, like... Ten episodes? Yeah. I think his last season was eight. I think it was like Game of Thrones style eight episodes. Well, yeah. I got to say, man, I love seeing this representation of black people on television. Oh, it's as beautiful. Like, black people actually doing like positive shit. I didn't like, notice like I was missing this until like it started coming. <laughs> so many shows. Like, yeah. Black Lightning. Love you. I still ain't got on Black Lightning yet. Me either. I've heard it's good. Um, But like I went to see, uh, what was it called? Uh, Blind Spot another day. Mm-hmm. You know, my niggas wouldn't, you know, go with me. Bro, you just told me ahead of time. You, so you trying to come with the impromptu me, movie get up. <laughs> um, but Blind Spot and uh, it's got a black lead actor. And uh, as I was watching, I was like, you know what? If it ain't no black people in the trailer, I ain't going to go no more. <laughs> like, I ain't even going to show interest in it. Only exception right now is Mission Impossible. So I got to see that new Mission Impossible. That shit looks. Ving 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 Rams in the trailer. He ain't got to be okay, starring. Yeah, okay, yeah. He yeah. got to be starring. I ain't asked for all that. Well, let's go see that. Next I just time. need to see a black person in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I asked for. Right, right. But yeah, man, seeing this kind of representation of us, uh, it, it's really dope. It is dope. Was Blind Spot good, by the way? It was very good. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's like a, a gimmick to it, like a not like a gimmick, but it's a part added in there where like he's always constantly rapping to himself. Mm. That's really dope, especially at the end. True. Um, HBO is killing the game. They got a new show yeah. called Random Act of Flyness. I don't know what they made me watch. Bro, okay, so there's a show called Random Act of Flyness. And I want to say it's about this dude named Terrence, Terrence Grant or something like that. Terrence Knotts. How is that? Oh, is it Knotts or something like that? I think his last name is different on the show. Okay, it's extremely strange. <laughs> Mike Grant. said it's, uh, what'd you Atlanta say? Atlanta on acid. Atlanta on acid. <laughs> Basically. I don't know what that means, but... Even though I don't know what it means, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so many points they hit in one episode. Yeah, it's a thirty-minute show, and they like hit all the stuff under the sun. Let me get my bullet. <laughs> yeah, Mike makes these cheat sheets. Everybody does. Every yo, okay. Yeah, go down the list. I think I tried to go in order because I want to ask what y'all thought about. It. So, um, to give y'all a general, so even idea, though it's mine, even though it's my topic, you oh, go, go, ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you good. Go ahead. I'm hurt now. Are you butthurt? Okay. I'm already hurt. So, do you think? All right, well, I'm going to be well for a minute. Um, <laughs> give you all a general idea. Like, the premise is, is this dude named Terrence has a show called Random Acts of Flyness. And he's, like, riding on his bike. I think he's in New York somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's trying to record himself on the bike. And he's talking about the show. He's hyping it up or whatever. And this cop starts chasing him. Or he's the cop tells him to pull over because he can't be on his phone and ride the bike at the same time. And it looks like she's about to go south. So, he's, he basically starts chasing dude. Like, Terrence won't stop. And so he do like kind of hits him with his car a little bit, and then Terrence gets on foot, he's trying to get away from the cop. And so it's during the whole episode he's running away from the cop, but during all that shit, a whole gang of other shit happens. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I wanted to hit. Each it's point. like a pseudo hallucination. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's very strange. Um, 
I wanted to ask y'all what y'all thought about um, each segment real quick. Okay. Um, so on, I think the first segment was um, worry number four hundred and seventy-three of a thousand worries that a black person <laughs> should not have to worry about. Um, it described uh, this dude, the thought of you going somewhere and um, coming out, getting back into what you think is your car, but it's actually a car that looks just like your car, but it actually belongs to a white woman. And your car is like two spaces. Your car is like right there next to it, <laughs> and now the white woman has seen you. She's scared and she she's calling the police. <laughs> And you don't know how this is gonna play out. Uh, what did y'all think about that? It was funny. <laughs> was it supposed yeah. to be funny? It was funny because <laughs> it seemed like some real shit. Like, it was, yeah, really. like she was like, he was like, oh, "I'm sorry." It was like immediately, like dude knew he was in the wrong car, yeah, and she was like, cops, right? "Yeah." She's like, I, "You know, I'm gonna have to call the cops." <laughs> Bitch, ain't nothing happened. <laughs> right. I looked. I couldn't turn right. me up. Was getting out. Right. <laughs> I, it was funny to me. They're like the whole show is just funny. It's just you found humor in the whole show. I, nah, Bro, I, that. I, I like, did. I found humor most of the show. That's kind of crazy. It's so awkward. <laughs> it's so awkward and it's so like dark. It's so dark. It makes me dark. dark. It makes me laugh. <laughs> and we get to the dark part. So okay, so y'all laughed at the. Did thing you laugh that, at that part too? <laughs> I didn't because like see I was so I was worried that this is gonna be another show. About like we talked about before the show started. Um, I thought about, that part was meant to make you laugh. I felt like it was you're supposed to laugh, but it's like this is some real danger. Mm-hmm. Like this is a way, another way we can die. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh lord, this might be another show about why it's like a curse to be black. And I think we got more than enough of that right now. Like not necessarily shows, but just like media in general. You just go on Facebook and you'll see. Like I told Will, it was just I never forget. It was like this video. It was like. Ton of ways you can die as an unarmed black man in America, bro. I've seen it, bro. They they came out with like a, a PSA, like a like the, you ever seen the black and white shits where like it's celebrities mm-hmm. and they was like, I can die this way, I can die this way, I yeah, can die this bro. way. I was like, bro, bro, it was like real celebrities. It was like Sonalath and all them motherfuckers. I was like, bro, this this shit is over the top. And it's like and the worst part about it is it's not true, it's not untrue, but mm-hmm. it's like, bro, like stop telling. Stop embedding in our minds like it's like a terrible life being black. Like, I love being black. Yeah, it comes with its dangers, but like, I love this shit, man. Like, so I'm just trying to kill this whole, anyway. I don't know if they made that for us, though. Hmm? I don't think it, they made it for us particularly. They made it for white you people? You talking about like the PSAs or shit? Yeah, yeah, they made it for us, but they made it also for others more so. Maybe. Oh, yes? Yeah. Yeah. It's for like, you need to relate to us so or you need to empathize with yeah. our struggle, yeah. But it's still something that we ingest as media. And I think it still kind of equates being black to being, like, poor and constantly in danger. And I think that narrative has to stop. Um, then you got everybody dies. Boy, which everybody is... dies. That show was so funny. <laughs> what is that funny, no. bro? That show wasn't funny at all. <laughs> um, it's this black lady. She's called herself um, Ripper the Re- Reaper, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she's got a... Kid show where she just sings these little nothing but babies, <laughs> nothing but babies. It's so sick, man. It's so terrible. Right then they do the little, they do the little ants again. No, Bro, I, I, I knew the answer, <laughs> <laughs> but the kids did not. The kids, yeah, they said she said kids say the right answer. They were what so was the question? Hopeful. They were. Their oh, question. Were so bright. It was um, what is the, What's answer? the answer? What's the answer? Yeah, that was the answer. That was the question. What was, what was, what was the answer? answer? And one, it was one little boy. He was like, vegetables. And she was like, dad. <laughs> dead little boy. Like, 
So the kids answer the question and they, they all answer wrong and she went and sent them off to die. And <laughs> In a room where they, but you know what was poignant about that? The room having all black hands. But also, it wouldn't kill her. You see how she yeah, ran into the yeah. room at the she end tried to kill herself and pushed back out. It's like, no, no, nigga, get back what? out. What? Remember at the end of the skit? She I, didn't, to, I didn't notice those things. I didn't notice the hands being black. They had all the hands were black and they killed the little kids and then she tried to jump in there herself and then threw it back out on the um, life side Mm-hmm. And that's when she had like the one thug tear come down. Because mm-hmm. she what has to continue to playing the game. But she wanted to kill herself. But like it's like, nah, you gotta, you're responsible for killing these kids. She has to continue playing the game. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know, like you're in a position and you like don't want to see. Like you're making the sequence of events happen without wanting to. But right. you're forced to play the game. Forced mm. to play that role. Exactly. Will's so busy laughing at the shit. <laughs> Bro, like, the only reason I laughed at that part was, like, one of these kids just needs to say everybody dies. <laughs> That's just so haunting. Um, all right, trying to hurry up because I don't want to run out of time. Um, there's also another part with, um, they show um, this, old, this activist from back in the day. Her name is um, Deborah Johnson. And um, they kind of equate her to Serena Williams with the pregnancy thing. And they talk about how, like, black women have historically face com- bigger complications with pregnancy because a lot of doctors don't believe their complications. Mm-hmm. And um, she's talking about her story. And like I said, they're just showing video from <coughs> Serena Williams. Um, what y'all think about that? It's real. I, there was actually an article today about that too that was circulating somewhere. Yeah. It's a real thing. They do say that, um, especially in Texas, that the um, mortality rate for women in childbirth is higher for black women, even though it's like 23%. And they only make up 11% of the um, people giving birth. So it's it's interesting. But it is, from what they were saying, it's partially because we're so strong. Like we don't right. feel pain. Right, right. I don't really remember that part, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't really remember the part. It's, a, it's like a black and white footage of this woman. She had a baby. You know, she was talking about a bullet. Like this, I forgot what incident it was, but the cops had um, shot at her house. Mm-hmm. And she had to use the mask. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah. And they're showing Serena Williams and stuff. I don't remember laughing at that part. I was hoping not. That's it. That yeah, that was, that was pretty dark. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember laughing at that part. I think they kind of mesh it together with like, the compilation of police violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, what's interesting about that is they showed a um, police brutality against everybody, not just black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Which um, I did like that because I was like, please don't show like all black people getting murdered. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to see that shit. So just to say, like, a police is an issue for everybody was pretty good, I think. Um, what y'all think about John Hamm realizing his whiteness? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that thing that was, was funny. Hilarious. That was hilarious, yeah. He's like, he's I don't like, think I can I do this. <laughs> that was the best part, bro. He shut the shit down. He's like, but, but I'm not this, right? Like, I'm not. <laughs> no, we just need you to help these people. That's it. Did y'all? Because you're relatable. Did y'all get the sense like they were just like flip flopping it for like a black person? Like, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like the opposite. Okay, I was wondering if I was the only one that got that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I can do this. <laughs> but that director, that, that speech he gave him, bro. He was like, You are saving lives. <laughs> he said, Do it for them. <laughs> oh, that's it was hilarious. Um, which I think about Black Thoughts, Black Thoughts, which I love seeing Black Thought in there. I was like, Yes, yo, yes. I kind of tune out whenever I see the roots in anything. Bro, I'm waiting this whole show now. <laughs> we'll kill this whole shit. Indigo, what did you think about Black Thoughts? I'm not Black a huge Roots fan. They're not a fan of you. That's fine, bro. I don't know them niggas. They don't even know you either. I can't remember that part.
because that next yeah, see, part. Yeah, so you don't remember it either. No, because the next part. The next is part is the. Oh, the next part is the best part. Uh, what? Shut up. <laughs> well, say what happened, and I'll tell you what I think. It had our Lord and Savior, Black Thought, mm-hmm. legendary IMC <laughs> of the Roots, mm-hmm. the legendary Roots crew, mm-hmm. originally called the Square Roots. Um, really? Yes. When it was just him and Questlove, he used to be called the Square Roots. That's dope. Um, he was sitting on the throne with his African attire, <laughs> and they had the thing, Black Thoughts, Black Thoughts, and he said, um, Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And he was like, you know, this whole, like, you know, unisex um, restroom thing, that's a dope idea. That's what's up. I'm with it. But what we really need is like some shea butter dispensers in the bathroom <laughs> so <laughs> that my knuckles won't be ashy when I walk out of there. And they had a little graphic above them, like rolling the <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. He's like, this shit has been. And, and then he was talking about like the the balance of objectifying black woman. Like, can I tell the fine ass black woman who's doing something in her life and she's like in a business suit and everything? Can I tell her, like, you know, I'm proud of you, queen, but the ass is fat? Like. <laughs> Whatever, y'all stuck on that part. Y'all trash. I remember it now, just that next part. Whatever. Um, probably my favorite part is the whole gender fluid part. That was that was the best part of the episode. That was like the longest part of the episode, it too, was. wasn't it? Yeah, that's like they kinda like paused everything. Because what was the name of the segment? Um something about sexuality. No, they introduced it as a the 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 myth of the bisexual black male or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it was basically like how the black male the black bisexual male doesn't exist. I was trying to, I was, and I was a little confused. Why? Because I, th- I, I mean, I would think, I would think is black people. They would mostly say they don't know a, a bisexual black okay. male. They would say, "I know a gay guy. I know a bla- gay black guy," but I don't think most people, black people, associate uh, black males being bisexual. I don't think they have that. Why not? Because they said I don't. I don't think they have that general thinking. It's either one or the other. Or they say that the person is down low. And I don't think, yeah, mm-hmm. that too. And I don't think maybe people just don't think of men being bisexual as a whole. Like I don't think the bisexual male is really so you mean thought like of. It's on one on way it. or the other. So like when they touched on insecure when uh, Molly got turned off by old dude because he said he got like a blowjob. I don't even him. know if he was bisexual. But I'm saying like the fact that she like killed the whole shit because she figured that, that he was gay because he had head from another dude while he was drunk. And maybe she didn't think he was gay. She just wasn't comfortable. Yeah, I don't think that's the same thing. I, th- I think they're oh. just saying that the bisexual male doesn't exist. And that, in the case of the show, it was black male. Mm-hmm. It's either one that's or the mm-hmm. other. Like like black men not being able to be gender fluid. I get the gender fluid thing, I guess. The, I did I get the gender fluid thing all day. But men not, not men not being able to be bisexual, I guess I'm just now learning that people it's, think that way. Well, yeah, it's just because you know any bisexual black men? Yeah. Okay. Well, most people don't, hmm. or at least they don't know, because I guess some people. I feel like I may have an association to one or two, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I know that they identify as bisexual. Hmm. Okay, I learned something. Um, <laughs> but did y- did y'all like that segment though? That's I did. I like I, that was my favorite segment on the show. That's it. Was I like that? It, it was very the, informative. Very informative, and I like what they did with the clam- claymation and everything, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was dope. He met the girl. The girl was like, yeah, cool. Came out with her in the dress, though. And she was like, yeah, a little more. I was I was confused. Was that was that supposed to be a message? When he said he got turned off by her asking about the dress, yeah, I feel like that was supposed to be a, like a message. Like, 
don't ask us about shit like this? Or was it just like... It was probably a message in like... In like the fact that like she couldn't... Grasp. Yeah, grasp the concept. Because mm-hmm. when he was saying, I'm interested in you, I'm showing you nothing more than me being interested in you. Why are you questioning me? Yeah, like why does my appearance or, you know, these... these uh you know, small behavior things. Right. Why is that turning you off in that way? Because I think she was kind of, she was on the fence about the dress at first, and then she kind of got over it. She was having fun, but when yeah. they started dancing. Yeah, he said when he started twerking or whatever, she was like, oh, nigga, you got to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> what um, do you identify as? Is right. that inappropriate? Can people discuss that? Like, is it inappropriate to ask a person that? I would hope so. Like, I feel like we should be able to have that dialogue. Like, you have to get to a certain. But point I think it's part person. of the, the that segment. Like, that dialogue doesn't really exist. That's what I was questioning. Because so when he was describing it, it sounded like she wasn't turned off per se by the dancing stuff. But she was like, she's like, I just got a shitload of questions because I never experienced this before. Mm-hmm. And it sounded like he got turned off by her simply having the questions. Because he was like, he was done. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I was confused by that. Like. If you know that's not like necessarily the norm in America, like why would that turn you off completely? I guess he's kind of saying on the certain extent, do you have to explain yourself as a right as a straight person or no. a homosexual person? So why are you making me explain myself? I guess it would be like that seems a little like I don't want to say bitchy, but like because that's like I feel like that's demeaning, but like uh, petty. Mm-hmm. What what the, it was kind of me. Yeah. yeah, like why would you like abandon the whole thought of, you know, her? That's because, what I'm saying. She had questions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if pretending anything that was confusing to somebody, I would rather them ask me questions and just be like, "Oh, that shit's weird. I'm out." Like, it's yeah. the fact that she was asking questions in the first place seemed like it turned them off, and I was confused. On that but part. did he ever expressly say that he was bisexual? He just said he was attracted to who he was attracted to. Yeah, I don't think he said that, yeah. I think he just said, I just like wearing dresses and shit. And, and that his wife is, loves it. Right, yeah. So, yeah, the only thing I heard is he's just like doing that. But, yeah, I was just like, why would you be turned off by her asking questions? Like, there's a way to ask questions. If she was just like, nigga, what the fuck is this? Like, nigga, why are you wearing dresses? <laughs> right, yeah. That'd be an issue, but I just love that whole segment. Period, like them yeah. just having that talk with a black man in the first place. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. It, it was informative for sure. Just to, just to get that idea that there can be bisexual black men, because mm-hmm. I don't think that that is pushed enough. No, not at all. You know what I mean? Not even talked about. So, all right. Yeah, so y'all y'all looking forward to the rest of the show? I am. I love the way. It ends. I don't know how. Oh, I'm sorry. I wanted to touch on that. What y'all think about? Because I was like, man, please don't let this dude get shot. And then he just like alive again next week, like Kenny Oh yeah, where he flew away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nigga just like I'm right, out. Nice. Right. I think that was dope too. And what do you think it meant? I think it was supposed to tie with the, like a, a pun on the title, "Random Acts of Flyness." Like it's a random ass shit that he just like got up and fl- flew away from the cop. <laughs> and he's kind of above all of it. That's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see how it pans out, man. There's only like six episodes. It's a pilot season, right? I'm gonna I'm watch yeah. the whole shit. Oh yeah, we are. I just want to want more, but yeah, um, we watch that shit. All right, so oh, the lady at the shit talking. So this is gonna be out of the podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna just say some. Mike, look at this shit. Is there anything you wanted to touch on while this yeah. lady's running her damn mouth? <laughs> You're so angry at the lady doing her job. Now people were talking about from stuff from earlier. 
I don't oh. think anybody's really watching the show like that. So they, y'all go watch Phantom Action Flyness, man. So y'all know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um. Shit, I'm gonna keep talking. Anyway. Fuck it. Right. So, <clears throat> um, earlier this week, uh, I think Beta Keys of Madden came out or some early edition or some shit. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um. You play games at the same time, man. Yeah. So. Madden features a soundtrack every year. It's usually hip hop um, and some other stuff splashed in. So this year they featured Big Bank by YG, uh, featuring Big Sean, Two Chains, and Nicki Minaj. And uh, so Big Sean has a lyric on there, something about kneeling down. Y'all gonna make me look like Colin Kaepernick or something? Yeah, yeah. And the game, like in all his pettiness, the the game in the NFL. Bleeped Kaepernick out. 50 cents out, Patty. Bro, that shit was so petty. <laughs> but it's like, okay, so I'm I'm struggling. Like I was I was with the NFL for protecting for protecting the money. Yes. I was I was with Fight the NFL. Down on that shit too, bro. I was with the NFL for saying, okay, well, if you if you feel like this is uh, damaging sales or whatever, then you got the right to say, hey man, y'all niggas can't do this shit. <laughs> Straight but like, like <laughs> but like when you go to the steps to eliminate somebody from history, that's just crazy. And I heard it was the second time they did that. Really? Yeah, they did it last year. <laughs> I know. That's what that's what I saw on the internet. I don't know if it's true, uh, but I definitely know they did it this year. Yeah, that's. And then he backtracked and said, uh, uh, "The people who were putting the soundtrack together thought that." They didn't have the rights to use Colin Kaepernick's name yeah. because he wasn't in the NFL at the time. Yeah. This is that in the third. It's becoming a real struggle, man. <laughs> Coming a real struggle watching NFL. But uh, Fantasy Draft is September 2nd, oh, 8 p.m. <laughs> I played Fantasy one time. Really? And it's I dope. won. And I was out after that. You won hey. Super Bowl? I won. Well, I played with my family, man. Because you know, what is it? Oh no, no, we play for money around here, baby. Yeah, we do. I should have, because <laughs> I won. My dad was so pissed. So that's hilarious. Is this like another thing that's gonna like it's making it hard for you to watch the NFL? Like this is the first thing that's making it hard for me to watch the NFL. Well, I mean, besides the stuff in years past. But <laughs> uh it's just one more reason, bro. It's just like shit, dude. Like y'all really are doing this hard, like Do you think it was intentional? Yes. <laughs> no, it's here. I mean, we all do, bro. Like, let's go fight. I mean, <laughs> just yeah, asking a question for a pocket, right? <laughs> just, just gotta be objective. Um, yeah, I have no reason thinking otherwise. To be honest with you, um, I mean, the fact that they're gonna fix it, guess it makes it a wee bit better. Or whatever. Like, you're at YG. YG. They asked YG, did you see it? Bro, okay. <laughs> bro, I got, I got a problem with these rapping niggas, bro. <laughs> Yo, thought I told you how he felt a while back. What do you say? We gotta get money, man. We don't care about none of that. The woman asked about Trayvon Martin. Oh my god! That nigga said we gotta get money, man. I ain't worried about that little thing. <laughs> that nigga gets. That nigga is real with his. <laughs> bro, I bro, I got bro, I gotta give him respect for being real. Like I don't respect your opinion, but not at all. <laughs> no, what are you about to say? You gonna watch the league this year? I, I don't watch. Because of this, or just in general? I just don't watch. Oh okay. I'll tell you. Thank you for not so being not one of the people hard. who already don't watch football and then like getting all like, yeah, I'm protesting. Yeah. I'm protesting. I've never watched. I've been protesting my entire life. But it's, it seems so ridiculously petty by the NFL. Bro, so many of your own players, even Aaron Rodgers finally came out. He's like, I'm going to use my whiteness. 
Like, yo, it's not about your dumbass flag. It's not about none of that shit, man. I almost got an argument at work, bro. Bro, I swear, white people, they don't know when they about, they don't know when they about to piss a black person off because they, they be talking the mad slick, bro. They don't know the time. Bro, she was like, this is lady at my job. She's like, you get paid millions of dollars, stand the fuck up and play. Bro, I was like, oh, my God, bro. <laughs> Oh bro, like I'm dead serious. Like these are real conversations I be having with people, and it's like, bro, I just gotta, I just gotta stop talking because I'm gonna get pissed off. I, I just need this shit bro. to end as quick as possible. I have to call him in the bathroom or something. Like, hey, bro, bro. <laughs> Tyler, come here, man. Let me talk, to bro. <laughs> it's like, bro, like I just, I literally have to stop talking sometimes. But um, yeah, man, like, and as far as I'm, I'm disappointed. I'll say that. But as far as these rappers go, I'm really disappointed. Like YG and um, who else was it? The Game, yeah. That's your guys. Bro. <laughs> these niggas still out here playing the game, bro. Like YG had a picture with Colin Kaepernick on IG one day. It was like the day after this shit happened. Oh, my God. And, bro, last night I was looking at his damn story. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just beat the nigga in the game, bro. I just beat the nigga. Like, bro, you can't be like. Niggas don't care, bro. Like, you like a all you all like a hypocrite, bro. That shit is disgusting, man. <laughs> that shit is so gross. And then the game, he's so for Colin Kaepernick kneeling with my brothers that and the third. You know the game out here mm-hmm. claiming he's so righteous. This nigga be beating up everybody. <laughs> beating up forty Glock with a phone in his hand recording this bro, shit. Bro, the game don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> um oh God, he man. out here playing a game. He out here he out here pushing Madden. Bro. Yeah, here push it. Got so two, this is even worse. got two PS4s available <laughs> with Madden copies. Oh my god! I just, I just can't. I just, I just can't rock with it. The only thing that makes it like a little bit more like I can probably watch without the guilty conscience. Like I said, them backtracking when they get like overheated, like they backtrack on the policy, the nail policy, mm-hmm. the backtrack with the Madden thing. But it's like, damn, bro, y'all going this hard to silence black voices, yo. Like, yep. Just because it inconveniences y'all and y'all money. Mm. Like, I mean, y'all can protect the money. But don't be trying to erase my dog from history. That's I mean, that's part of the Because you, you don't like the way the, the nigga acted. I mean, that's like the supreme act of white supremacy. Is like, let me, let's get rid of this shit that makes us look bad. <laughs> just erase the problem. Yeah, like the fact that you can actually do that. The fact that you actually thought to actually do if that. I can erase problems in my life. Colin Kaepernick out of the NFL and Eric Reed, who knelt with him for a majority of the time, he was kneeling because mm. they ain't gave him a job yet and he wanted better safeties in the league. Mm. Bro, this bro, <laughs> collusion and I doubt Colin Kaepernick will be able to prove it. Um, this is insane, bro. On the on the good stuff, thirst of the week. Yeah, please like my dad. <laughs> All right, this week's thirst of the week. She better be fine too. Bro, okay, it's my girl Wheezy. From horrible, yeah, I know, right? It's my girl Weezy from Horrible Decisions podcast. Well, I've never seen either one of them. Well, they look good. Okay, so Weezy's fine and Mandy's fine too, but Weezy's more my speed. <laughs> what, what makes her your speed? Weezy, I ain't gonna get into it, but Weezy's more <laughs> my speed. Gross? <laughs> no, it's not nothing gross. It's just my preference. Okay. Um, so. First off, y'all need to check out Horrible Decisions podcast. Yeah, it's a very good podcast. That thing is good. <laughs> it is. Um, it talks. It's it's about feminism and women expressing that through, I guess, sexual freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a really dope show. They talk about some really dope stuff. Um, anyways, you can you can check her at Weezy W E E Z Y W T F on Instagram. 
I don't know her Twitter because I don't give a shit. She looks good. When I do the thirst, y'all get all that information. I'm sorry, y'all. Bruh. You can also check out Horrible Decisions Podcast. You can check it out on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Spotify. You can check it out on all the spots. And the IG for Horrible Decisions is at Horrible. Let me explain. Let me spell it. (laughs) W-H-O-R-E-I-B-L-E underscore decisions or IG. Um, If you want to check out Mandy, she's fine too. Not my speed. Well, I I mean, everything's my speed. But um, (laughs) everything's my speed. Yeah. Weezy's Weezy's the the shit. Um, But Mandy is at full court pumps. At full court pumps. It's not hard. Um, yeah, man. Horrible Decisions Podcast is really dope. Um, Weezy's also on this week's episode of Flagrant 2. Um, that episode is called Horribly, Flag- Horribly Flagrant. Oh, boy. She got me so riled up. Right, man. right. Starting on the word, goddamn. But, yeah, man. Check her out. She's stupid fine. And she usually does an IG Live every night somewhere around. Ten o'clock, and we'll tune right in on right bro, on I, time, bro. I tune in all the time. I'll be commenting <laughs> and all kinds of shit. Oh lord! Did you get a shout out yet? I have not, but she did. But she did mention my comment okay. when I was in the IG live. And you know, when it's like nine hundred niggas in there, that's hard enough. <laughs> that's hard enough. So, uh, yeah, man, check her out. I am going to feature her tomorrow on our Instagram. I'm trying to do more stuff on our Instagram. Oh, we doing features for the uh, bro? Yeah, so like yeah, the thirsty week. Oh, let me show you. Let me show you, bro. Hold on. <laughs> I'm 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 out here. Uh, I'm out here working, bro. Working, baby. Let me see where I'm. Let me see this. Let me see the little shit. Here go the little shit I'm gonna use. That's the little shit I'm gonna use. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's the shit I'm gonna use. Bro, I done already made this. You made that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Okay, you, you know I didn't do. That. <laughs> you know I didn't do that shit. <laughs> You know how to do the watercolor shit. He did the words. He did the words. He picked the same color and everything. Yeah, man. man. But, um, as long as we don't get sued, I'm with it. Bro, I, okay, so that's one reason I haven't done more. Because I'll be like, <laughs> how do niggas get away with this? Like, <laughs> just, they get enough money to where it don't care. It don't matter. We get lawyers and shit. So we're just going to do stuff and then we're going to have to start taking stuff down. After all. Right. <laughs> She's got titties out. And bro. Bro. <laughs> she looked good. Like... <laughs> And there's and there's something uh, attractive about like, not just her like being like sexually active or it's like the sexual freedom of it all. Like I think that's the best part of Horrible Decisions podcast is like they are so sexually free and it's empowering. It's it's furthering their feminism. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Um, not being like tied down to like whatever a man wants to do or I have these preferences in this kind of way or whatever. You know what I mean? Living for yourself. Yeah. So. Check that out. Horrible Decisions Podcast. Wheezy. Holla at your boy. She's fine. I can vouch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. So, thank you for joining us. Miss Indigo. Thank you, Indigo. We appreciate you. We should be in it right on time, boy. Indigo, Indigo keeps the rich program on track, and she keeps us on track. You boy. just are the one who tries to keep us there long. No, I do not. Your mentor does. Mm-hmm. Our does. mentor. Who Our mentor. Jermon? Stop saying her name like you. You know on a first name basis. <laughs> no, but um, thank you so much for joining us. You was a wonderful, wonderful guest. Thank you everybody in the live chat for joining us. Um, sorry we couldn't read all the comments. Like I said, we want to mainly focus on our wonderful guests here. But I think next show we're gonna do me and Will. Yeah. And um, then we're gonna read y'all comments because we want to see all the terrible stuff you say about Will during the show. So, yeah. 
<laughs> this is a face of a dirt bag. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make a meme out of that. I know, right? Yeah, man. Any, any more closing thoughts? Indigo? You wanna say something poignant before? Poignant? Uh, know what you want. Do what you want. Just the rainbow? <laughs> yeah. That's the rainbow. This is a rainbow. <laughs> no, seriously. Know what you want when you're going into things mm. and be expressive. Mm-hmm. Be communicative with people. And don't settle. Never settle. Just don't do it. Ever. In any situation. Compromise. Don't settle. Kobe, thank you, man. Give us a shout out. Appreciate you, guys. You can settle for good booty. So what? <laughs> what do you think? If, if it's good booty, is it settling? Oh. <laughs> if it's good booty, is it settling? Do you actually enjoy the personality behind the booty? Does that matter? Well, thank y'all for joining us. <laughs> Kobe and Ignorance. Appreciate y'all once again. Come back next, uh, two weeks from now. Um, we're going to come back with more debauchery and education. And cultivate more ignorance. Absolutely. We need come on. No, no, look at you. All right, thank, me our new co-host for the whole show. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. We love thank y'all. Thank y'all. Peace. Thank y'all. That's it. I don't know if he stopped it. I'm going to keep talking. I don't think he did. <laughs> okay. <laughs>